AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at AutoTrader.com slash finally it's easy. AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at AutoTrader.com slash finally it's easy. Hey guys, Michael Strange here, and this is another version of Troubled Minds Classics. And all that means is that it's an older show that's never hit the podcast feed. And so enjoy uh, a lot of this stuff I've taken down off YouTube for various reasons. And you can find it exclusively here on the podcast RSS feed. And if you've never heard this, you are in for a treat because this particular show is regarding UFO crash retrievals. Check it out. And like I said, uh, this is an older show. This aired on December 10th, 2020. Like I said, uh, if you guys like more of this, I'll, I'll do more of this. There's literally hundreds of episodes, hundreds of episodes that have never hit the podcast feed. So if you guys can't get enough troubled minds, let me know and we'll set it up and continue pushing this out. So thanks again for hanging out with us. Thanks for listening. And here you go. Without further ado, an old show on UFO crash retrievals. The development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Into 
Welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange. Happy Thanksgiving. And hello. <laughs> I forgot my line. <laughs> to all of you who might also have troubled minds, there's my line. Hey, what's up? It is Friday. It is Black Friday, as they call it, right? That's a... Uh, Black Friday. Is that even PC anymore? How do we say how do we say that? <laughs> With all of the the, uh, the the culture, the way it's gone. How do we how can we even say that? How can we say that? Anyway, it, that means it's the day after Thanksgiving. Let's clean it up a little bit and we'll we'll call it that, the day after Thanksgiving. I uh, hope everybody had a great holiday and uh, we're back. We're back to talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about, which is of course aliens. Conspiracy. The paranormal. Everything in between. The 24-hour news cycle. The government. Academia. Major corporations. And the conspiracies that rule our day-to-day lives. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That's what's going on. That's uh, We've got to, we got a good show tonight, I think. Uh, so, we're going to be... Uh, let me explain what's going on here first before we get into that. So, this show, of course, as we know, uh, we're, we're going to go slow. We're going to take our time. we got... Uh, we got a long three hours to fill, so there's uh, there's no hurry here. This is a this is a long form talk show, and we do talk about all the things that uh, I mentioned there in the beginning. Um, notably, tonight we're going to talk about aliens. Yeah, aliens. Everybody likes to talk about aliens. Even people that don't believe in aliens mostly like to talk about aliens. So yeah, that's uh, that's what's on deck tonight. Is we're going to talk about. But uh, before we even get there, we got all kinds of stuff happening. All kinds of stuff happening. Oh, regarding the aliens, it's uh, it's a crash. When UFOs crash, what happens? Right? What happens? What's inside of them? And uh, are there actually aliens? Are there reports of this? Are there credible witnesses that suggest alien bodies might be inside these crashed? UFOs. So uh, we'll get to that and look at maybe uh, uh, maybe some famous ones and some not so famous ones. And uh, yeah, there we go. That's what's on deck tonight. So before we get there and do all of that, we got a long way to go. So uh, again, this show we do this uh, we do this live. So it's uh, it is Friday again, uh, Black Friday as they say, uh, or the day after the day after Thanksgiving. And uh, let's see, uh, the date is the exact date is uh, November twenty seventh, twenty twenty. So we've almost, if you've made it this far, we've almost survived 2020. So that's a good start, right? That's as good a start as any. Survival is a is a, is a good way to go. <laughs> We're talking about day-to-day lives. So uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. Okay, so that's the deal. That's what we're talking about tonight. And did I mention we're streaming live? So uh, this show is live if you're listening on Friday night. And uh, well, the reason we do this show live is because we like to include you. So we're streaming on uh, YouTube, Facebook, DLive, Periscope, which is part of Twitter, and we're also streaming on Twitch. And uh, so we're reading chat as we go. I can see most of the chat as it comes. So if you guys have a, a interesting, pertinent chat, just want to say hi, whatever, show feedback, uh, whatever, whatever is all welcome. Just uh, type in the chat. I'll read as much of that as I can as we go. And uh, the other super cool thing about doing it this way, which is why we've always done it this way, which is why we'll always do it this way, is because I think uh, uh, transparency is important, right? Um, like I said, like I always say, you call a propagandist and you try and get on and talk to them and you're not allowed, right? You got you got call screeners or they don't take calls at all or this type of thing, right? Because uh, they don't want you to spoil the narrative. Well, we do it different. 
because the narrative here is uh, whatever whatever comes up, right? If you, if you think that uh, the stuff we're talking about is a bunch of hogwash and uh, you want to tell me about it, you can do that. And uh, I won't even be offended. I'll be nice to you even. But uh, we take all calls. We don't screen calls. And uh, we, we, uh, we do, with this, do this the long, slow way to include you. So if you want to be part of the show, it's super easy. You just pick up the phone. You dial this phone number, 702. 702- Nine five seven one zero three seven. That's a Las Vegas area code, and you can also join the Discord. Uh, Discord is a, a voice client, a chat client. Uh, most of the youngsters these days are using it to play video games. We use it to do a talk show. So uh, there you go. Uh, Discord is free. So if you have an internet connection or any uh, Android, Apple device, or a PC or uh, iMac or whatever, whatever you might be using, it is compatible with. It is free, and uh, you can get the download link and the. Direct invite to our Discord server if you go to troubleminds.org. That's the official website. And yeah, yeah, there we go. So uh, the way this works is we're going to do this uh, like we always do it. So we'll do we'll do shout outs in just a little bit. If we're a little bit light tonight because people have, uh, you know, uh, are traveling because of Thanksgiving or whatever, it's all good because uh, the, we'll save an archive for them when they get back and they'll be able to listen to some sweet, sweet alien stories, <laughs> which we're going to get to tonight. Uh, so, okay, so we'll do shout outs. Uh, so if you want to shout out, just type in the chat where you're listening from and uh, we will shout you out. And then... Uh, after that, we're going to do some uh, some actual conspiracy uh, stories. Kind of uh, look at the news and see what uh, see what they're trying to tell us, right? Kind of uh, kind of tap into the zeitgeist of the media. And uh, like I said, uh, like I say all the time, I think you can kind of tell what they're trying to say by what they don't say or what they leave out. So kind of kind of part of the the art of the the the, the, the modern conspiracy theorist these days or the fringe analyst as I like to call it. Uh, stole that from Clyde Lewis by the way. <laughs> so uh, it isn't mine. But uh, okay, so that's the deal. Go ahead and uh, type in the chat if you want to shout out. Uh, again, we are streaming on all these different places, which is super cool. And uh, it's uh, yeah, that's the way this works. That's how we do it. So uh, we're going to get to shout outs right now and then we will move on to what we move on to. Uh, conspiracy news and then, uh, of course, the at uh, the halfway point, uh, about an uh, hour and a half through, we'll stop and uh, take a quick couple-minute break, and then we'll talk about the alien crashes, the actual UFO crashes, and uh, if there are uh, any credible reports that uh, have been kind of out there. They're, they're tough to find, by the way. They're tough to find. Everybody knows the big one, which we'll talk about it, just in brief. But everybody knows that big one. But there's another one, another one in particular that is not very well circulated. And uh, we'll talk about the reasons for that and whether it's fake or whether it's uh, behind paywalls or whatever it is. So there's lots of reasons for these things, I think. And uh, it's uh, it's worth talking about. So there you go. So let's do some shout outs and we will uh, get to uh, get to some conspiracy news after that. Let's start on Facebook. What's up, Chantel? Chantel from Ohio. Thanks for showing up tonight. Thanks for joining us live. We got uh, Chantel gets first, by the way, first on Facebook. We got Eric gets a close second. Eric from Pittsburgh. UFO crash is our topic. Yes, sir. You got it, buddy. You got it. Thanks for being here tonight. We got Walter from the moon. Moon. How you doing, buddy? We got Paul uh, checking in from Iowa. How was everyone's Thanksgiving? Fantastic. Thank you. How was yours? Um, Sean, uh, Troubled Minds Radio. Welcome to the 21st century Twilight Zone. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for being here tonight. We got Ryan. Thanks for being here. Kane from Melbourne, Australia. Good day mates i uh, i hear they're locking down 
uh, the, uh, the, the the prison state of Australia. Is that happening? Is that really happening, Kane? Uh, let me know. I'd like to hear uh, what's actually happening from people on the ground down there. They're <laughs> they're saying that uh, yeah, Australia has been been kicked around like a uh, a dirty can, and yeah, I, I I don't like to hear that. So let me know what's going on. Um, Ryan says conspirafactual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Creating our own our own terms here. Uh, let's see, Elizabeth from Oregon. Thanks for being here tonight. Hey, Trouble Minds, good to hear you. Thank you. Uh, Eric says aliens. Woohoo! I'm here for the long haul tonight. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, you know, you got to mix it up. If you talk about aliens all night, every night, then it kind of, uh, don't you think the mystique goes away a little bit? You know, if you're if you're kind of talking about every every rumor that pops up and, you know, uh, every every little thing that happens on UFO Twitter or whatever, which, you know, sometimes is a shit show drama fest. I mean, you know, you can't just talk about all the stuff, right? You can't talk about all of that. Yeah, it would drive me nuts. That's why. Uh, that's why again, right? Like uh, part of part of doing this show and why we did it this way. And I've said this a hundred times. I'll continue to say it though. Is because we uh, we do a wide range of topics. So if you prefer the aliens, well, okay, you're you're in luck because tonight's aliens. What's up, Brian? Thanks for showing up. Thanks for showing up tonight. Let's do it. Let's talk about some conspiracy, shall we? Now, one more time, this show's live. If you want to be part of the show. You have show feedback. You just want to say hello. Uh, give me a call. 702-957-1037. Join the Discord. You can find the Discord link and the invite at uh, troubledminds.org. And you can also find the phone number there. So if you're looking... Uh, I find it bizarre that uh, people can't... like I, I, I intentionally did it all in one place. Just go to the website. You find everything you need. All the links to all the social media is there. Uh, the latest episode is right there on the homepage. Um, pretty much everything. You can find everything right from troubleminds.org. But, uh, you know, I get a lot of questions about what's the phone number, where's the Discord link, where's the this, where's the that. It's all there, guys. It's all there. Troubledminds.org, the official website. If there's a, a major announcement, uh, Twitter or probably Discord. I go to Discord first for most things. So if you have not joined the Discord and you don't want to, uh, and you're shy and don't want to be on the show, that's fine. But do join the Discord because it is also a chat client. So if I have an announcement to make or uh, most of the stuff I share is over on uh, over on Discord, and there's a fantastic community over there that shares a lot of links and a lot of great ideas, and uh, and they're a bunch of good people. So if you have not done that yet, and uh, eventually when we get run off of all the uh, uh, when we get canceled by by uh, whatever who, whatever entity out there decides that we're we're going to get canceled, uh, we'll probably end up on Discord exclusively because uh, well you know you can't you can't really make the technocrats uh, like your content, but uh, yeah, you, you get the point. So Discord is probably the last bastion and the first place you'll hear news about Troubled Minds. So if you have not joined it yet, troubledminds.org, click the Discord link, get your ass in there, meet the great people that are in there, and we will, we will, we will. Uh, what's, uh, no, you got to be kidding me. See, Eric? Eric. Eric. Are you in the Discord? Are you in the Discord? You know why? Here's what Eric says. Oh, okay, before we get to that. John from Del Rio. Tennessee. How you doing? Thanks for being here tonight. Eric says, is there ever going to be a face reveal episode of Michael Strange? I feel like that has to happen one show. Well, <laughs> well, anybody that's on the Discord may realize this happened recently. Uh, so I've actually got some, um, some, uh, some, if you're following the YouTube channels, I've got some uh, some videos where I've got myself on there uh, as a actual human person. But uh, this happened. I'm going to link this, and you guys can check this out if you didn't if you didn't get a chance to look at it. But uh, this was an interview I did uh, just yesterday with uh, uh, an individual named Johnny Now. He's a Twitch streamer. He's a uh, radio guy, uh, similar to myself. Uh, kind of uh, streams live on Twitch, and he does interviews with people. Well, if you haven't seen it, there you go. There you want a you want a Michael Strange face reveal? There it is, right there. Click on that Johnny Now link, and uh, 
I'm on a webcam. I'm on a webcam. There it is, man. It's there. It's there. It's out there. What's up, Brian? Uh, Brian says, yep. Uh, Kane says, very true. We were locked down from 8 p.m. till 5 a.m., not allowed more than five kilometers out of our home. We've been free of COVID for 28 days now, and they said after 28 days free, they would lift restrictions. Instead, they extended them by six months, mandatory wearing of masks, restrictions on people, a number of people gathering in one place. It's a joke. Yes, and that's Australia. So I asked Kane about Australia, and he he's saying, yeah, the, the rumors we're hearing, they are true. This is uh, This stuff is really happening, so... Yeah, I've got some news regarding that as well uh, about uh, the United States and uh, some other places where these, these things are going down. Uh, what else do we got? What else do we got? Let's see. Ryan says, uh, the, no, no, I'm not going to read that. If I read that, uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm not going to read that, Ryan. If I do, we might get taken down. Let's see. Eric says, I like where this is going. What you think? An ocean, underground? Like the, uh, like the, okay, you guys are talking to each other. Okay, okay. Who else did I miss? All right, uh, let's see. Uh, Elizabeth said, saw you on Discord radio interview. Very nice. You have a handsome face to go with your soothing voice. Thank you. That's very nice of you. That's very nice of you. I am not a fashion model, that's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. Uh, yes. Okay, here we go. Let's uh, let's go, and we will do... Let's do, uh, let's do conspiracy news. Let's do that. Let's start there. All right. Let's, uh, let's start with this one. This is popularmechanics.com. Uh, did I mention we're live? 702-957-1037 if you want to be part of the show. Give us a call. We'll put you on. You can talk to me. You can talk to whoever might be listening. And, yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's all good. It is all good. It is all good. Okay, here we go. Popular Mechanics reported this. Recently, this is all this is all piping hot news, guys. We do we don't we don't uh, we don't give you old old news. This is this is hot stuff. This is reported November twenty fourth. Popular Mechanics says this. Allow me to shift my microphone. All right, it says intelligent life really can't exist anywhere else, and hell, our own evolution on Earth was pure luck. <laughs> oh, here we go again. Back to this again, right? No aliens. We're just lucky mud and. Uh, it can't happen anywhere anywhere else in the universe. Anyway, let's read some of this. Okay, so uh, Cosmic, this is written by a, an individual named Caroline Delbert, all right? Uh, popular Mechanics. Uh, cosmic statisticians say the likelihood of life evolving on Earth is even less than we thought. Analysis suggests individual steps in evolution were more likely to take longer than Earth's existence. Yeah, longer than Earth's existence. So we're, uh, we're the... The luckiest mud in the universe, I guess. Uh, the scientists say this research is designed to give future researchers a foundation. All right. Haven't we talked about this? Hasn't this been kicked around in the mainstream for a long time? That, uh, well, you know, I mean, all the intricacies that go into uh, evolution and uh, becoming people from nothing and animals and whatever we were and the, the slime in the bottom of the, the pond, right? That's somehow turning into the lucky mud that we are today. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, there we go. In, in newly published research, research from Oxford University's Future of Humanity Institute, scientists study the likelihood of key times for evolution of life on Earth and conclude that it would be virtually impossible for that life to evolve the same way somewhere else. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Life has come a very long way in a very short time on Earth, relatively speaking. And scientists say that that represents even more improbable luck for intelligent life that is rare to begin with. For decades, scientists and even philosophers have chased many 
explanations for the Fermi paradox, which we've talked about the Fermi paradox quite a lot. Uh, if aliens, uh, if there's as many planets as they say that uh, can probably support life and they're everywhere, then life should be everywhere as well. That's the Fermi paradox. But how come you can't just bust open the binoculars, walk outside, stare at the sky and see UFOs zig- zigzagging all over the place? That's kind of the Fermi paradox in a nutshell. It's a little deeper than that, but uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's just a brief description. All right. The article continues here. How in an infinitely big universe can we be the only intelligent life we've ever encountered encountered even on earth itself they wonder how are we the only species that has evolved advanced intelligence yeah yeah popular mechanics <laughs> there are countless naturally occurring but ex- extremely lucky ways in which earth is special sheltered protected and encouraged to have evolved life and it continues and some key moments of emerging life seem much more likely than others based on what really did happen Quote, the fact that uh, eukaryotic life uh, took, I don't know if I said that right. Here we go. I've got a, uh, I've got an ace in the hole. Let's find out. Let's have, let's let my lovely assistant Microsoft Mike read this and then uh, I don't have to pronounce big words. The fact that eukaryotic life took over a billion years to emerge from prokaryotic precursors suggests it is a far less probable event than the development of multicellular life, which is thought to have originated independently over 40 times. The researchers explain. They continue. The early emergence of abiogenesis is one example that is frequently cited as evidence that simple life must be fairly common throughout the universe. By using the timing of evolutionary transitions to estimate the rates of transition, we can derive information about the likelihood of a given transition, even if it occurred only once in Earth's history. Uh, Here we go again. (laughs) Here we go again, right? Uh, We're we're the luckiest mud ever to have have luckied, and... uh, here we are on planet Earth, and we're probably all alone because we're probably all alone, and right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? What else do we got? Uh, hold on. Got some chat here. Chat rolling in. Let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. Christopher says the links aren't clickable on Facebook. Uh, are they not? You guys can't click the links that I put on Facebook. I'll, I'll put. I'll put it again if. Uh, I'm not going to actively encourage you to switch platforms because they might kick me off from that. But there are other options where you probably can click links. So just uh, just saying, troubledminds.org, all kinds of links up there. It's uh, streaming right there on the main page. Uh, Okay, so uh, Brian says, let's see, what else do we got? What else do we got? Uh, Brian wants to know, how many times has the Earth been destroyed? That's a good question. That's a hell of a question. Uh, Eric says, it has to be reverse engineered. I believe Bob Lazar that we have tech we won't understand for hundreds of years from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got lots of good stuff here. Todd says, uh, bullshit, that's just mainstream bullshit. There's been human footprints alongside dinosaur footprints. What's up, Todd? OG Todd showing up. It's not an OG Todd uh, busting into the party without starting with bullshit. What's up, Todd? Bullshit. It's bullshit. I swear it's all bullshit. Yeah. Well, this one, I think I'm with you. I think this is a little bit bullshit. Uh, Popular Mechanics, again, written by an individual named Caroline Delbert. And uh, yeah, well, intelligent life really can't exist anywhere else, they say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, there we go. Let's see. Uh, what else do we got? What else do we got chat wise? Let's see. Lots of chat. You guys are great. Thanks for thanks. Keep the chat coming. Um, let's see. Yeah. JJ says, if you can look up at the night sky and say we are it, 
then you're probably closed minded. <laughs> I think that's probably true. But no, come on now. We have now we have an article by Popular Mechanics by this uh, lovely young lady that wrote this. And uh, not only that, uh, scientists backing it up, right? There's, there's computer models now that suggest we're the luckiest mud that ever did lucky. So what can you do, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is, uh, this is the world we live in, right? This is the world we live in. Uh, uh, what would you call them? Science deniers? <laughs> I don't know. They got, they got dirty, dirty terms for us. I think we should, we should start making dirty terms back. Take a, take a uh, page out of the Donald Trump playbook and just uh, call, call everybody names. No, don't do that. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, you know, you call me a dirty conspiracy theorist. I'll call you a science denier. Anyway, okay, so um, Peter says, uh, pick a star and say, I know you're there and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Gigi says, I do not believe we are primordial soup. Well, pond scum, right? <laughs> Lucky pond scum. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Joe says, so I guess we are intelligent now? Yeah, I think that's the question, right? So uh, intelli- we're intelligent life until we aren't. Again, you know, media narratives, they flip-flop. And, you know, like this this individual isn't responsible for all the flip-flopping narratives. But uh, like I said, it's just, it seems weird to me that we go from, well, there's probably not alien life, the Fermi paradox and all this, et cetera, so on. And then we go from, well, there's too many star systems. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like really that big of a... Uh, a, uh, a, a, a a paradox in my opinion like I think it's it's pretty pretty simple pretty simple uh, let's see uh, Brian says it's called the Goldilocks zone yeah yeah exactly the Goldilocks zone that's where we're at that's where we're at let's see um, let's see let's see uh, <laughs> Eric just wants a live stream camera on the moon it's 2020 there's absolutely no reason uh, to not have that by now which yes uh, we'll get to that actually <laughs> China may be uh, coming to a, to a <laughs> Yeah, it, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. There's a, there's probably going to be uh, doing some interesting things, China and the moon. So maybe, maybe we'll get to that in our lifetime. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, da, da. Okay. All right, here we go. So uh, popular mechanics now, again, Caroline Delbert says, intelligent life really can't exist anywhere else. I mean, again, that like I, like I always say, human hubris. Do you, do you really think that a single individual can take some data points and really make it make a uh, a declaration like that. <laughs> well, no, no life anywhere in the universe. <laughs> no life, no life. We're extremely lucky to have made it ourselves. So, nope, nope. So, okay. So, all right. So, uh, so it goes on to say that uh, that blah 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 blah. First, we win the lottery for surface temperature and, and protection from spaceborne dangers. Second, we win the lottery for the presence of building blocks of life. Third, we win the lottery for the right location for the building blocks for the right building blocks. That's before anything like the most primitive single cell has even emerged. Using some information we do know, like the age of Earth and the expected end of its habitable lifetime due to expanding heat radius of our sun, these researchers have turned evolutionary transitions into a series of ex. Existential scratch-off tickets. Yeah, read the whole fascinating study here. Okay, let's do that. Let's 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 check the study and see what they got. Uh, it is nice of them to link the study where they get this information from. But uh, I will link this, and you guys can check it out. Here you go into the chat. Like I said, I, I like sources, and uh, I don't like talking about things that uh, are not sourced, even if the source is bunk. Right? We talk about all kinds of bunk sources all the time, but. But uh, I like to be able to point to it and say, well, look, this is where I got it from. And yeah. All right. So as I my monitor 
re-engages here. Okay, here we go. Download the BetMGM Sports app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three-pointer. Use code CHAMPION200. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 888-532-3500. Here's to the woman who keeps it 100% pure, raw, and unfiltered. She'll run your meeting. She'll work your budget. You love her because she makes you better. She is completely into you until she's not. At which point she's really not and you'll know it. And also she's got a 3 o'clock and then off to get her kid at 4 so if you could wrap this up that'd be great. She keeps it real. Right down to the honey she keeps on her table. Nature Nates. Ingredients? Honey. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. So this is uh, this is the actual study itself. I just linked it if you guys want to check it out. And it's by the, uh, the Liebert pub.com and uh, the title of the paper is that the timing of evolutionary transitions suggests intelligent life is rare so there you go and this is actually published on november 19th so this uh, this article is actually very new in and of itself so piping hot news just like i said piping hot news okay let's see what else do we got uh who else where else so we got okay we got let's see um um, blah, blah, blah. Brian says, life comes in all sorts of shapes, packages, and characters. And I couldn't agree with you more there. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, China does not allow any apps that are owned and operated by the USA. No Facebook, nada. There's no shot we would have access to that feed, says Eric. I don't know. if uh, I don't know about that. And here's why I disagree. Because China likes to uh, get credit for things, right? And so let's say they, they, they put the first live stream webcam on the moon then uh, I think they'd want the world to see it, right? And they'd put like a little a little overlay that said the, the People's Republic of China on there and everything else, right? It'd be like China, 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 uh, just to kind of show off that they did it first. So I, I think I think they may. You know, they may censor it, sure, but I think that, or maybe make it only available sometimes, but I think they would probably want to show that off. Yeah, just my opinion. One guy's opinion. What do I know? Uh, okay, let's see. Um, let's see. What else do we got? What else do we got? All kinds of good conversation happening there on Facebook. Thanks, guys. Fantastic stuff. Uh, and again, if you want to be part of the show, you know what to do. So what do you think? Do you uh, Are we Lucky Mud? Are we Primordial Soup? Are we uh, Pond Scum that's, uh, that somehow evolved into <laughs> uh, uh, poop-throwing apes or, or whatever it is, whatever you want to call us? Uh, you can call me that. I'm not going to call you that. But uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. Again, the debate the debate happens again and what does that mean i don't know i don't know it means i think it means that some some scientists are probably out of touch but if you want to be a part of the show if you have uh, comments on this or anything else so far 702-957-1037 click the discord link troubledminds.org you can find the phone number and the discord link right there on the website troubledminds.org org all right okay let's see um let's see uh okay reading some good chat Kane says, Australia is really using this COVID crap to clamp down. Uh, Qantas Airlines announced no one getting in Australia without a COVID vaccine. <laughs> go back go back to the Tuesday show. That's exactly what we were talking about, right? That's exactly. 
uh, how some of the things, right? Forced vaccinations, right? We talked about that, didn't we? And uh, uh, simply one year ago, people would have called you insane if you said this was coming. And now here we are, right? You can't get into Australia without a COVID vaccine. So, yeah. <laughs> Scully, what's up? Says we're made of a more reptile than ape. Still DNA soup. Okay. All right. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. I can buy that. I can buy that. Okay, here we go. Let's keep on moving here. Uh, speaking of, uh, so we, we just had, uh, in, in, in the United States here, we just had Thanksgiving, right? Which, uh, you know, sometimes people say the United States is an imperialist asshole country, and, you know, we just beat down the natives. You know, and the, the, there's uh, there's some truth to all those things, right? Uh, but, you know, I mean, Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving, right? It's a time time to be thankful for all the things that we do have, right? And all the things that, are, that go right instead of just bitching and moaning all the time, like, uh, like I kind of do, right? I'm always bitching and moaning but uh check this out speaking of uh speaking of thanksgiving let's look at some of the things that are happening the world over this is reported by the federalist all right <laughs> now this is some of these things are really difficult to believe really difficult to believe here we go i'm going to link this and we'll talk about uh, what uh, what happened over the thanksgiving break here what's happening over the break and uh yeah there's your links uh, the federalist reports this now this is interesting uh Vermont governor instructs, instructs schools to interrogate students about family Thanksgiving gatherings, right? Okay. All right. Let's read some of this. Vermont Governor Phil Scott is giving schools the green light to interrogate students about their Thanksgiving activities following the break. According to Scott, students or parents who admit to violating the state's holiday travel and gathering rules will be forced to participate in online school for two weeks, he announced via Twitter on Tuesday. The penalty will be reduced to one week if the students in question take a COVID-19 test. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? Is this real? I guess this is real. We have a tweet from Governor Phil Scott right there. Enough of these dominoes. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Enough of these dominoes put our health care facilities at risk. Protecting our family and friends is in our hands and we all have a role to play. So I'm asking you to help by avoiding getting together with people outside your households and not travel this week. And he says, unfortunately, we know some will still get together and schools have asked for help. That VT Education will direct schools to ask students or parents if they were part of multifamily gatherings. And if the answer is yes, they'll need to go remote for 14 days or 17 days and a or seven days and a test. So there you go. We're uh, we're we're interrogating students <laughs> about about how their their family, their respective families celebrated Thanksgiving. And if you go afoul of the rules, well, there are. There are, there are problems. There are problems. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I don't know who Governor Phil Scott is. Uh, Vermont, uh, you know, that's way up there. That's Bernie Sanders territory. Uh, Eastern Seaboard, way north. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, do you think this is uh, any of the, the school district's business? Or do you think it's not? Yes, I think that's that's the question here. That When I saw this, I was like, no, right? Really? Is this real? I guess it's real. He, he tweeted it right there on November twenty fourth. They're gonna they're gonna be able to ask kids if they uh, they traveled or broke the follow, the, the rules that were uh, that were laid out. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do you guys think that's cool, or do you think that's not cool at all? <laughs> Eric says interrogating little kids <laughs> with the eye roll. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's happening. Brian says coronavirus is a new mark of the beast population control and taking out the elderly. Um, Maybe it's happening like that. I'm not sure it was planned like that, but I guess, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Let's see. What else do we got? Uh, What else do we got? Uh, uh, Eric says, last I checked, little kids lie for attention. Sounds like a money racket. Yeah, it could be, couldn't it? It it definitely could be. Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's out of line, uh, my opinion, you know. Uh, this is, uh, uh, I, I don't know, like, uh, like, what are they trying to do? Like, so they're trying to keep, uh, the, the virus from spreading in the schools and then, you know, the whole thing. Remember we were told this all along, like, uh, we just need to keep, we just need to flatten the curve, right? Once we flatten the curve, we're in the clear and everybody can go back to normal. Right. And here we are. How many months later? That was March. It is now the end of November. It's about to be December. And we have, uh, so that was, uh, let's say, the middle of March when this sh- when this shit finally hit for, let's say, March, around, uh, around um, uh, what was that, the, 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 the Green Shamrock holidays, uh, what, what was it called, uh, St. Paddy's Day. Right around St. Paddy's Day, they were canceling uh, St. Paddy's uh, 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 get-togethers, right? That was happening. So we're now eight and a half months later, right? Eight, eight plus months later. Or, yeah, yeah, something like that. My math is terrible. Seven and a half months later, going on an eighth month, and uh, we're, we're still in the same situation, right? So, again, right, like, like you can't ask people to, uh, to continue. I don't know. You can't. I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know. Like, like, I say this stuff, and I'm a Nazi, right? I'm a Nazi. They're like, oh, you're a, you know, oh, no, I'm a, what am I? Uh, I want to murder grandma. I, I, you just can't win, can you? Uh, you can't win. Anyway, so uh, what do you think? Do you think this is out of line? You think this is a, a thing? You think this is this shouldn't be a thing? You think this guy should get fired? I think this guy should get fired. <laughs> get him out of here. Get lost, buddy. Uh, Vermont Governor Phil Scott. Yeah. Giving schools the green light to interrogate students about their Thanksgiving activities following the break. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, uh, and so, okay, so if, they, if they're not going to school, or they're going to school, and they, like, just like Eric said, what if they fib to get out of school and want to go work? remotely right like uh, kids kind of don't have a good conception of these things because they just kind of want to get out of school right and i don't blame them i do too i did then but uh you know they like they don't realize if you're not in school then your you know a uh, parent has to stay home and homeschool you and these types of things right in many cases so like there's there's a lot of things happening here for people that are still working and managing to to carve out a a normal life normal-ish life in this uh these times but Anyway, whatever. I just, uh, this little drives me a little bit nuts. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Joe says, snitches get stitches on the playground. Yep, there you go, right? Uh, and of course, uh, in jest, we're laughing. Nobody's going to beat up little kids. Everybody chill. Everybody chill. Okay, let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, that, that one week or two week course is going to cost money for sure. Yeah, I would think so, right? I would think so. Um, Derek says, do hospitals really get 19000 for COVID patients and 39000 for ventilators? Maybe they inflate the numbers for profit. I don't, I don't know. Again, that's probably a uh, something you need to look at the data for uh, on that type of stuff. Um, let's see. What else? Let's see. Uh, <laughs> you guys are funny. Elizabeth says, medical tyranny. Yeah, right? Yeah, right? Uh, JJ says, being a Nazi is using fear for authoritarian control. I know. I just, you know, the internet, the internet term Nazi is kind of what I was getting at. So, it, you know, like people just call other people Nazis without even understanding what a real Nazi is. That's kind of what I meant. <laughs> I guess I'm a Nazi. Anyway, all right, so let's go. So that's just one, right? That's Vermont. That's uh, Governor Tim Scott. Is that his name? Did I get that right? Did I forget it already? Uh, Phil Scott, I'm sorry. Governor Phil Scott. All right, here we go. Now, this is uh, CBS News uh, reports this. 
All right. So not only that, we have uh, we have uh, the schools saying, well, you know, we're going to interrogate these kids and we're going to find out we're going to find out what these families did on Thanksgiving, by golly. And then we're going to react. We're going to make them whatever we're going to make them. Right. Okay. now CBS News reports this Los Angeles to shut off water and power to homes hosting large parties or gatherings. Actually, this is old. This is not new news. So anyway, we talked about this back when it happened. I was like, wait a minute. Didn't we already talk about this? Yeah. Okay. So this, they talked about this in August. So I guess this is still ongoing, and this is maybe going to be, uh, yeah, uh, my fault. That's not that's not new news. All right, let's uh, let's skip that. I didn't link it if you guys want to check it out. But that's the type of shit that's going on, right? Like that's the type of shit that's like, what the hell is this? All right, this one is new, and this is uh, this is three days ago. New Mexico governor shuts down grocery stores for two weeks. <laughs> now, all right, so now, right? Uh, suddenly they were labeling everybody. Um, uh, what were they labeling everybody? Essential or non-essential or whatever you wanted to call it, right? They were they were doing their thing. They were doing their whole thing. And uh, now, now for some reason, I have no idea why, uh, New Mexico governor shuts down grocery stores for two weeks. So, uh, again, this is from the MSN.com. Uh, a dozen grocery stores around the state have been forced to close for two weeks because of a public health order issued by Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham at a time when the state's residents are suffering from record high unemployment and food insecurity, critics say. All right. Critics say the order requires businesses with four or more rapid responses of COVID-19 cases reported within a 14-day period to close for two weeks. All right. So four or more rapid responses of COVID-19 cases. Now you're required to close within a uh, close for two weeks. So four cases in 14 days, you got to close down for two weeks. So what happens when it spreads all over the damn place and everything's shut down and nobody can get groceries or anything else, right? Like, I, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's there seems to be, is it essential or is it not, right? I mean, I mean, here we go. So more than 25 essential businesses were shut down as of Monday afternoon, including a number of grocery stores and major retailers. The closures include two Walmarts in Albuquerque and one in Santa Fe and Albertsons in Roswell. Uh, hey, Roswell, what's up? We're going to talk about you a little bit tonight. Uh, a, a Smith's Food and Drug Center in Albuquerque and a New Mexico Food Distribution Center in Albuquerque. Now, a New Mexico Food Distribution Center, they're shutting down for two weeks. <laughs> does, that, does that seem, I don't know, right? I mean, it's, uh, it's like we're... Uh, I just don't know. I just don't know. This is uh, this this is irritating to me, and uh, yeah, Peter says hard to protest a closed health department. <laughs> That's true. That's totally true. That's totally true. Let's see. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, uh, Joe says my wife's place pays uh, sixteen grand for three hundred instant re- result tests every time people from the outside want to see their family. Sixteen grand, eh? That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Let's see. Um, what else? What else? Uh, let's see. Uh, da 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 Okay. Okay. Uh, good. Good. Good comments, guys. Keep them coming. Uh, and again, if you, you got comments on this stuff, you think this is um, this is normal. This is not normal. You think we should be? Yeah. It's a. Uh, it alarms me that we're talking about this stuff, and it happens every damn. Uh, it, it just keeps happening. It, it drives me nuts here. Uh, let's see. Kane says, sounds like Melbourne. This is the, the end of our bi- free life. Big change is coming. That would be the great reset, would it? wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Eric says, I can't own a gun because I have a medical marijuana card. Complete BS. Now I can't protect myself, right? See, there's a... Uh, I think that's part of the problem, right? I think you make some stupid laws and then people have to do some stupid things just in case they want to be able to protect themselves. I think it's... Uh, that's that Brady bill, right? 
Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, it's not. Uh, it, it ain't. It, it, I, I. I can. I can. I can literally have a beer in my hand and a gun on my hip, and I'm cool. But if you you smoke, you smoke a little bit, and uh, the same thing, you're. It's a felony. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kane says we've had 25 percent of small businesses go broke in the last four months in Melbourne. Suicides are up tenfold, and I think that's that's what's not being talked about, right? The suicides, the uh, the addiction problems, uh, the the families that are breaking up, the the divorces. Like, there's a ton of shit happening because people are stressed to the gills. This is not normal. This is not cool. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. Okay, so. Um, Let's see. What else do we got? Uh, what's up, Marge? Thanks for showing up tonight. Uh, Marge says, okay, I have a topic suggestion. Actually, yes. If anybody has topic suggestions, we always take those. Uh, again, this is not my show. This is our show. So if you want to be part of the show and you want, you have a topic suggestion uh, for, you know, down the road or whatever, no problem. Uh, you can uh, you can do that and you can be on the show for uh, all the show if you want or just a little part of the show or whatever you want to do, right? Whatever whatever suits your, uh, your shyness or lack thereof, then we can... Uh, we can do a show and put you on it. So if you have information and uh, you want uh, you want shows done, we'll do that. We'll do that. Okay. So uh, let's see. Uh, what's the, what's the thing here? Uh, Schumann residence. I know. All right. Basically N A D A. All right. The Schumann residence. We haven't actually done that. That's probably one we should do. So uh, there you go. Uh, JJ says lock you down, cut your food off, then you'll beg for that vaccine that's going to kill you. Okay, I'm not going to read that. <laughs> I'm not going to read that. All right. So anyway, let's keep on moving here. Let's keep on moving. Uh, all right. So New Mexico governor shuts it down, uh, shutting down WalMarts and stuff now. Uh, I guess you know at what point are, are we just like, well, just shut it all down and uh, you know everybody climb in your coffin and uh, just wait, just wait for the sweet sweet end. Uh, I just don't know. I think there's some some good stuff there. Yeah, Schumann residence is a good a good one. Thanks, March. Well, I'll put that on the list for sure. Um, okay, okay. Let's see. Uh, what do we have here? There's there's some other good stuff. Let's get some interesting news here. Um, let's see. We've talked about that. Oh, here we go. I, I promised we'd talk about China. Let's talk about this. This is a little bit uh, a little bit interesting. I think. Here we go. Paste in the link, and you guys can follow along if you like. All right. This is reported by uh, news.cgtn.com. And I don't know exactly what that stands for, but we don't need to. We'll just read it. China is planning a moon research base that may reshape the space race. Right? Right, Eric? Right, Eric? That's what I'm saying. So so maybe if China puts a base on the moon, maybe we'll be able to see that live webcam after all. So here we go. It says, uh, the article says, not long after China's Chang'e 5 moon sampler was launched into space, uh, an official working at China's space program mentioned again the plan for a moon research base. Chang'e 6, 7, and 8 will be gradually carried out, said Zhu Hongliang, Secretary General at the China National Space Administration, the CNSA, uh, China's equivalent of NASA. Uh, he continued, a, an international lunar research base is also planned. An international lunar research base. How sick is that, right? Now we're talking about an actual base on the moon that they're telling people about. <laughs> a moon base is very likely to host the first humans living on the surface of a sphere other than planet on Earth, which can make history. When will we see that happen? In 10 years, maybe. Uh, Zhang Qijian, head of CNSA, who made it to the, two, the 2019 version of Time 100 list, told media back in 2019 that the moon base will be completed in about 10 years. China is already making some progress with Yugong-1, a self-contained laboratory that can help humans survive on the moon. Early experiments in 2017 and 2018 showed that volunteers can survive a year in the lab. So yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe you're going to get your webcam on the moon. 
earlier than you think. Ten years, they say. Uh, they, they don't mention a webcam specifically, but you did. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I think if you can put a put a, a a base up there, then certainly you could have you know some sort of a, a beaming back to earth type of a yeah yeah definitely crazy stuff, right? This 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 stuff all becomes possible now, and it's supposed to be happening in ten ish years, they say. And uh, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. I guess we will see. Um, okay, so there you go. Eric may get his uh, his moon base as he as he uh, <laughs> or his uh, his moon webcam as he uh, he suggested there. All right. So if you want to if you want to be a part of the show, seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. If you have comments on this or anything else, uh, give me a call. We'll put you on the show. You can also uh, join the Discord troubleminds.org. Click the Discord link and uh, you can be on the show that way, or just uh, join the Discord for uh, updated up to the date news about the the show and uh, some other good information that gets shared around there. Okay, let's see. What else do we got here? Uh, some live science. Uh, nah. Let's talk about nah. Nah. Boring. 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 Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. This one's this one's from Martin. Martin from Sweden. Uh, he actually sent us this uh, in in uh, Swedish a, a little while ago. Uh, I think we talked about it last show. But uh, check this out. This is a this was a <laughs> this, this is real. We talked about all those minks dying, right? Well. Yeah, this is happening. USA Today reports dead minks infected with a mutated form of COVID-19 rise from graves after mass culling, right? So we were, we were saying that they uh, killed uh, 15 million of these things because they caught some uh, uh, form of COVID-19. They said they could hop uh, zoonotic transmission and it had mutated and this other stuff. So they, they murdered 15 million minks, right? 15 million of these things. Well, here we go. Minks infected with a mutated strain of COVID-19 in Denmark appear to be rising from the dead, igniting a national frenzy and calls from local officials to cremate mink carcasses. Are you kidding me? Like, they were they were murdering these things by the 15 million, and uh, that many of them, and they just buried them? <laughs> what? Uh, it, it continues. While the site itself is, cer- is certainly terrifying for the residents of West Jutland, a region of the country grappling with confirmed COVID-19 cases connected to mink, there is likely a scientific explanation for the zombie-like reemergence from their graves. A Danish police spokesperson, Thomas Christensen, told a state broadcaster that gases form while the body decays underground, according to The Guardian. Well, no shit. We all know this, right? He says, in this way, in the worst cases, the mink get pushed out of the ground, (laughs) Christensen said of the nightmarish site. The nation has planned to call all 15 million minks in the country, which produce 40% of the world's mink fur. Uh, because of the rushed burial, the animals were placed in shallow graves just over three feet deep. Now officials plan to bury the creatures in graves nearly double the depth. The area will also be monitored nonstop until a fence can be set up, the Guardian reported. Uh, again, why are we not just cremating these things? What's going on here? Like, what's really going on? That, does, that seems It seems not legit. Doesn't it? It seems like, would you really murder 15 million of these little guys and then just bury them in shallow graves? You know how many 15 million is? <laughs> That's a damn lot. That's a damn lot of mink. Okay, anyway, I, I'm over the minks, I'm, but I'm just saying, right? Like, what the hell's actually going on here? Uh, okay, here's another one. This is pretty scary. This is from a blogs.findlaw.com. Now, this is this falls under, uh, you'll never believe this shit. Well, <laughs> yes. Okay, well. Maybe you will. But headline reads this. The DOJ, which is the Department of Justice, argues United States can kill citizens at its discretion under state secrets privilege. (laughs) Right. Right. Again, the Department of Justice argues that the United States can kill citizens 
at its discretion under state secrets privilege. Right? <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Let's read some of this. What the hell? As if there wasn't enough to keep you awake at night already, the Department of Justice on Monday, November 16th, argued before the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia that the federal government can kill U.S. citizens at its discretion if state secrets are involved. If you're alarmed by that argument, you aren't alone. U.S. Circuit Judge Patricia Millett called this argument an extraordinary proposition that would allow the executive branch of the federal government to unilaterally decide to kill U.S. citizens, even on U.S. soil, without due process. Yeah, yeah. It says right here. So it says right here. Uh, the case involves two journalists who say the U.S. wrongly labeled them as terrorists. One of the journalists, American uh, Bilal Abdul Karim, alleges U.S. intelligence program Skynet, yes, that's the real name apparently, put him on the U.S. kill list due to metadata, collected metadata, there it is again, collected from his digital devices. He claims the government subsequently tried to kill him on five separate occasions. On one occasion, Kareem alleges he was attacked by a Hellfire missile, which could possibly indicate U.S. government involvement. However, not, not every judge on the panel was convinced. Judge Karen Henderson called these allegations a spectacular delusion of some sort of grandeur, since the missile strikes occurred in Syria in 2016 during some of the worst fighting of the ongoing civil war. Bomb and missile strikes were frequent occurrences during that time, and the government urges that uh, Kareem's allegations are not plausible enough to move the case forward past the pleading stage. Kareem alleges, however, that his vehicle was hit twice and his office twice, indicating precision strikes. Let's just say that guy's lucky he wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is it really called Skynet? Let's click that link. Let's click that link. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I gotta. I, I'm gonna cover it up here just in case. You know, like these these guys and their shenanigans. You click a link and you get some something really bad. So, all right. Let's see. Uh, let's see. All right. So, yeah, a U.S. intelligence program called Skynet. Yeah. Okay. There we go. I guess this is old. I guess this is old. Actual Skynet. <laughs> like what the hell? Uh, okay. Yeah. I guess this. This is. Yeah. This is the thing. There you go. Skynet. So the NSA has an actual Skynet program. We've suspected all along that the Skynet from the Terminator movies was a fictionalized fictionalization of a real program in the hands of the U.S. government, and now it's confirmed. There's the article. Let me link it, and you guys can see this yourself. Reported by Wired.com. Yeah, Skynet. Real thing. Apparently a real thing. Apparently hell in a handbasket. Apparently <laughs> it just doesn't get better, does it? It just doesn't get better. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, let's see. We got some. Uh, we got some shoutouts. We got. Uh, what's up, Penny? Everybody follow the Curious Bunny on YouTube. Thanks for showing up, Penny. Uh, we got. Uh, thank you for sharing. Uh, everybody, share it out. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, uh, Penny is the the official uh, thumbs up. The captain of the thumbs up team. Uh, remember to hit that the like button. Thumbs up on YouTube. Thanks. I appreciate that a lot. And uh, shout out to Supervike, the official captain of the thumbs down team. Just uh, just want to make that clear. <laughs> what's up, Supervike? Yeah, well, I know you may not be listening tonight, but when you get the archive, you'll laugh. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else? Paul from Newcastle. How you doing, buddy? Thanks for being here tonight. Um, let's see. What else? What else? Uh, let's see. Penny says, I will call in tonight. Fantastic. You're always welcome. You know what to do. Uh, Fred Johnson. Uh, let's see. Marge, everybody. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, there we go. Penny, the team thumbs up captain. All right, here we go. So, so like I said, this is, uh, the, the, this is, again, the DOJ argues U.S. citizens can kill at its discretion under the United States secrets privilege. So, um, right? Uh, it's it's one thing, right? If they do this in secret and you're like, you know, in theater somewhere and, you know, like, oops, there's an accident, there's a training accident or whatever, right? You know, wink, wink. 
But I mean, straight up saying, well, you know, we can do it whenever the hell we want to do it. And uh, there's nothing you can do about it except die as a result. Well, uh, I think that's different. So let's actually look at this. Uh, argued. So they argued this before. Actually, no. Case number. Okay, here we go. Here's, the, here's actually the case proceeding. So this is uh, 48 minutes long. So if you guys want to check this out and see where this information actually came from. I didn't listen to this because it's very long. But you guys can check it out yourself. There's the information where it came from. And uh, yeah, I think it's a little alarming, don't you? I think so. Um, so let's see. What else? Uh, state secrets privilege. Should the panel find Kareem has standing, which was by no means clear from oral arguments, the panel must decide what to do with the merits of the case. Under the doctrine of state secrets privilege, the federal government can block information that would compromise U.S. national security if released in litigation. The doctrine has increasingly been used by the federal government since the Bush administration to block lawsuits against the U.S. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. And uh, Tara Jordan, uh, there we go. anyway, blah, blah, uh, lawyer stuff, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, so on and so forth. Uh, disturbing? Yes, I think that's probably disturbing, right? I think that's a little disturbing. <laughs> Skynet's a real thing, and the DOG's arguing that uh, this can just happen whenever the hell they want it to happen. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, again, right? I wish I had answers here, but uh, I got questions just like you. And uh, yeah, this is a little weird. That's a little weird. Okay, so what else do we got? What else do we got? Uh, we are doing this live, so if you want to be part of the show, have uh, comments on this, 702-957-1037. Put you on the show. You can talk to me, whoever else might be listening. How do you feel about everything so far? That moon base, the uh, the DOJ, and killing citizens at its discretion because of state secrets, or uh, the, the the zombie minks, or... Uh, uh, any kind of a how? Uh, sorry, not Halloween. Uh, Thanksgiving lockdowns. Like, uh, how are you feeling about this? Is everybody okay out there? I hope everybody's okay out there. There's a there's a lot here. There's a lot here. If uh, okay, so let's move on. If anybody uh, ca- happened to catch that uh, interview that I did with Johnny now on Twitch, I linked it earlier. Hold on, I'll link it again. It's in it's in the Discord. So if you guys again, if you guys have not been part of the Discord, uh, you may have missed it. This is a, I did put it on social media. If you're not following it on Twitter or whatever, here you go. Putting this, I did an interview with Johnny now on Twitch. Uh, this happened yesterday, and it's just a quick hour. I come on about 18 minutes in. So if you want to just skip to the the chase, there it is. All right. So anyway, I mentioned on that show uh, this. I mentioned this that uh, this is reported by RT.com, which is Russia Today, and uh, that Justin Trudeau, Canada's Trudeau. Pranked by fake Greta in phone call about NATO. 
Private World Leaders Club, and South Parks, Terrence and Philip. Yeah, Terrence and Philip. <laughs> Terrence and Philip. Uh, let's see. Let's see. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right. Yeah, so this is apparently real. Uh, let me play part of this because it, it, it's almost unbelievable. It is It is a funny propaganda because it's, you know, Russia today, and they're just trying to shit on... Uh, on uh, on Western leaders, but this is pretty funny. So let's uh, let's just skip to the end of this. This is a ten minute ten minute recording with uh, with uh, a fake Greta, Vovon and Lexus presents. These are the the people that are pranking uh, Justin Trudeau with the fake Greta. So let's watch part of this. It is pretty funny. Uh, it's about a minute or so. Yeah, uh, there we go. A little more than a minute. So so the the, the voice you hear that sounds like a, a bad Greta is actually a bad Greta. It's like a fake you know. And then you get, uh, what's his name, Justin Trudeau trying to answer, and uh, this is funny. Let's, let's play part of this. And uh, action. Canada, but it's very strange. Uh, I couldn't find them in the social networks. Maybe you can help. I know that uh, there I, are, I, like, I, would, I don't I would know, national if, leaders. If, uh, I'll ask my, uh, I'll ask yeah, I, my I, team I to try and figure out how we can... Uh, can connect you. I think that would uh, that would probably be uh, uh, be the easiest way to do that because I. Okay, so so the fake Greta says to him that I I tried to find Terrence and Philip on social media. I'd like to meet them, and I couldn't find them. And Justin Trudeau says this. <laughs> this is too good. Uh, next time I have a chance to, to chat with Harry. <laughs> By the way, um, Mr. Prime Minister, uh, can you introduce me to Terrence and Philip? I know that there are big stars in Canada, but it's very strange. Uh, I couldn't find them in the social networks. Maybe you can help. I know that uh, there are like I, would, I don't I know national if, leaders. If, uh, I'll ask my uh, I'll ask yeah, my I, team I to try and figure out how we can uh, can connect you. I think that would uh, that would probably be uh, uh, be the easiest way to do that because I don't. Have there you go. He's going to ask his team to connect fake Greta. To meet Terrence and Philip, which of course are famous caricatures of Canadians in South Park, <laughs> right? It clearly shows you this guy has no idea. Like you know, I mean, she's got she's got the bad accent. She's interrupting him, and you know, sometimes these calls are or, or whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Got the receipts. It sounds legit to me. I, again, right? Maybe. In the, in the world of deep fakes, they could have faked this and made the Justin Trudeau fake as well, just like Greta's fake, but uh, <laughs> what the hell, right? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. What can you do, right? I thought it was pretty funny. But if you guys want to check it out, uh, here's the actual video itself. <laughs> if you want to uh, listen to the whole thing. Uh, it's it's not, the whole thing's not as amusing as that last part where uh, the, they're going to be introduced to Terrence and Philip. But uh, it is uh, it is funny. It is it is a funny prank, and uh, it does sound legit. It uh, does sound like it's uh, uh, Justin Trudeau, and uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see what do we got. We got some good uh, good comments here. What's up? Many subjects answered. I see you there on uh, YouTube. Thanks for showing up tonight. Uh, hello there. Uh, we're new. We're new here. All right. Thanks for showing up. Um, let's see what's up. Let's see. Uh, whenever you want, Penny. Whenever you want. Uh, you, uh, whatever you want to talk about, you're good to go. You want to stay for a little while on the show? No problem. And we can just uh, do the show together. Whatever you want to do. Paul from Newcastle. Uh, what's up? Says she's always been fake. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. What else do we got? What else do we got? Who else am I missing? Brian said, uh, 
Uh, let's see, Eric, uh, Terrence and Philip, are they real in Canadian culture? I thought that was South Park. Yep, it's, yeah, it's not real. <laughs> They're not real. But he's going to introduce them. He's, he's going to get his people to help her find and be introduced to Terrence and Philip. And uh, so uh, just uh, in uh, Justin Trudeau's defense, at the end of the call, he finally catches on. He goes, wait, wait a minute. Aren't Terrence and Philip fake Canadians on South Park? <laughs> He finally catches on at the end of the call that he's probably being trolled, and then, uh, uh, which is fantastic that he doesn't freak out uh, because you never know, right? Like maybe maybe he's hearing things wrong, bad connection. Who knows what's going on? But uh, he says at the end of the call here that actually let's play it. it. It's it is pretty funny. This is pretty funny. So you'll hear him say that uh, he. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Have their uh, their direct coordinates with me now, but we can follow up on that. Oh, that's that's nice. So you can introduce me to Terence and Philip. It it would be possible. Wait, Terence and Philip, were they not in South Park? Uh, I don't know. I I just know that uh, that two guys that is very very popular guys in Canada. I know that everybody loves them. Do you know them? Well, I uh, I, I appreciate your uh, your request. I don't I don't personally know them. I I believe. They are uh, South Park parodies of Canadians. Anyway, it's a pleasure to talk to you, uh, Greta, and uh, look forward to uh, uh, talking with you again sometime soon. Okay, so uh, again, a grain of salt. I don't know if this is real or not. It sounds legit to me, but... uh Maybe they fooled me. Maybe this isn't Justin Trudeau. But if it is, holy shit, right? <laughs> holy shit, Terrence and Phillips. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's get that. <laughs> Let's get, let's get Penny on the line. All right. So anyway, yeah. So apparently that was real. Uh, again, you know, like I can't I can't be totally sure because I, I wasn't sitting in Justin Trudeau's lap when that happened. But apparently this thing is real. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, all right, let's get let's get Penny from the United Kingdom on the show. What's up, Penny? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you doing? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Test one, two. Hello. Penny, what's happening? How are you tonight? Can you hear me? Yeah. Hear you perfectly. Going out to the street. Sorry, I'm gone. No, I, hate, I hate Discord. Can you hear me? I hear you fine. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah. Sorry. I've okay. just... We're good. No problem. I got. I had a guinea pig trying to eat my earphones. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right. All right. No problem. <laughs> no problem. No problem here. Yeah. No cool. Here. Okay. I'll come out of the room. Are you okay? Right. I've come out of the room now. So. Okay. Right. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. hello so yeah, hello. I'm due. A, hello. 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 Hello, everybody. Um, I, I think I'm due a phone call. It's been a while, isn't it? It has been so a while. I thought I would. It's been a while. I'm always lurking, though. Always uh, lurking. I see that. You, you you are very consistent. And again, thank you for staying up late with us. I know it's late in the United Kingdom. Uh, Penny stays up late just to listen to the show. How about that? How about that? <laughs> yeah. Every single, what, twice a week, is it? Twice a week. Twice a week. Twice yeah. a week. Did you get a chance to see the uh, the Twitch the, the interview I did with, uh, with what's-his-name over there? No. No, I didn't, okay. and, I, and I totally forgot because I'm not on Twitter a lot, and I don't go on Facebook a lot, and I don't go on Discord a lot. That's okay. So uh, I will do. I'll catch it. Is it on here? Is it on this channel? It is not actually. I, I linked it in the Discord. I'll, I'll link it in the chat again when you get back out there, so uh, you can check it out. It's, on, it's actually just on cool. Twitch on Johnny now. I, I thought it was a pretty good conversation. Uh, it's weird, right? Like when you when you're doing like an interview type of situation, you kind of like. 
I thought I was in my own head. I thought it was a rambling mess. And then I go back and listen. And I'm like, wow, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> I, was, I was surprised. I do that all the time. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's nice when it turns out uh, better than you, you thought it did. So, yeah, I, th- I thought it was pretty good stuff. But uh, but what's on your mind tonight? How are you feeling? And uh, hopefully COVID-free. And uh, what's, uh, what's, what's cracking in the U.K.? dead air are you all right did we disconnect hold on let me check let me check maybe moved out of the channel what happened yep yep out of the channel out of the, back in the channel back in the channel there we go sorry i'm you're here good. i'm here you're good you're good yeah so testing testing um have you heard about the uk what's happening no but i'd love to hear what's going on okay well we have there's a few videos on my channel, on my other channel, on my Penny Bunny channel, um, about what's been happening. Because I got banned on my Curious Bunny channel, didn't I, for two weeks. I've only just come back, so there's not been much content on there. But, um, they've banned the right to protest. So we've been in lockdown since 2nd of December. No, the 2nd of November. Um and no, the 5th of November till the 2nd of December. This is second lockdown, full lockdown. But before that, we had the rule of six. And ironically, we, are, we have to be two metres apart, which is six foot six. And then we can only be in groups of six. So they're calling it the rule of six, six, six. You couldn't make this shit up, could you really? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The rule of six, six, six? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, and I've actually there's actually a clip on my on my channel from a couple of months ago where there's like a TV doctor, and he actually says it's easy to remember because you just got to remember six six six, and it's like really <laughs> he actually says it. It's like he's like a famous doctor, but they call it the rule of six. But so they've got this rule about six people, uh, even outside. You cannot be outside with more than six people. On top of that, they've banned protests. It's like China, so you can't protest. And there was a video on my Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did we bump out of the channel again? Let's see. Nope. Completely disconnected this time. All right. All right. Looking for you here, Penny. Looking for you here. All right. So 666, uh, the rule of six. <laughs> the rule of six. It's easy to remember. Just remember 666. <laughs> you kidding me. Uh, again, right? Like it's it's almost like like they're they're trolling us, right? Uh, it just it, it doesn't make sense. You you shut everything down. You you kill people's businesses. Oh, speaking of killing businesses, while well, we wait for Penny to get back on here, um, I'm still watching for you, Penny. Hop in whenever you can. Uh, okay, so check this out. I want to point this out. This is this is interesting as hell to me. That uh, this is actually happening. Let's see, where is it? Where is it? Uh, speaking of killing businesses, uh, where did it go? Where did it go? Uh, some of the businesses, I don't know if this is propaganda or what, but some of the businesses that you may not expect are dying. Check this out. This is crazy. All right, I'm going to link this up and then I'll get you back on, Penny. Yeah, <laughs> ground control to Penny. Houston, Houston, do you copy? Penny, do you copy? Uh, nope, nope. Uh, jump back in the caller queue and we'll, we'll put you on the show. I don't see you there. Okay, but uh, I'll talk about this for a minute. Uh, here, here we go. Now, Brian says, I love that accent. Yeah, exactly. I agree 100%. Uh, okay. This is by earther.gizmodo.com. Now, is this real? Secret Exxon documents show the firm may never recover. What's Exxon, right? 
Exxon. Yeah. The economic fallout of the COVID-19 pandemic has hit the oil industry hard, and Exxon in particular is feeling it. Internal documents show the company's not expecting to make a grand recovery anytime soon, despite putting on a good face for shareholders. Exxon is expecting oil prices to fall over most of the next decade. The firm has lowered its projections for future oil prices for each of the next seven years by between 11 and 17 percent, the Wall Street Journal reported on Wednesday, citing a report composed at September uh, financial planning meetings it, it obtained. All right. So what the hell? Right. <laughs> is this like is this real? Is this really the one that's going to end up uh, uh, <laughs> of, of all the uh, the the businesses that uh, the, the the Exxon documents say the firm may never recover. Right. Oil. <laughs> Uh, Eric wants to know, he says, I want to know why gasoline isn't $10 a gallon due to supply and demand laws. I think, I think because they're flooding the market, right? So what happens is, uh, I think this is the way it's going down. So Russia, Saudi Arabia, and now, uh, we, we have a, a new, uh, oil, um, independence here in the, in the, in this country. I'm not sure exactly how accurate that is, but it is improved from what it was. So now because people are driving less because of the lockdowns, uh, so I think instead of allowing the, the market to uh, restrict and let the prices stabilize or whatever they're going to do, I think I think they're competing for the market share. So they're so I think this is the way I understand. It. So Russia's flooding the market with oil. Saudi Arabia is flooding the market with oil because they want their oil purchased. And by doing that, of course, you have a glut of oil. And uh, I think that's what's happening. So it's driving the prices down, down, and because the demand is low, right? So it's actually they're 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 competing like they should be instead of you know kind of a, just dictating the price like they always have. I th- I think that again I don't really know. I think I understand it as I understand it. That's how I understand it. So anyway, here we go. We got Penny back in the queue. Let's uh, get you get Penny back on the show. There we go. What's up, Penny? Welcome back to the show. I th- sorry, I think it's my Wi-Fi. I've turned my Wi-Fi off, and I'm using my uh, data, my 4G. Not my five G. <laughs> turn on, turn on the five G. It's just, yeah, my Wi Fi is shit. It really is. Right, it just shouldn't happen again. So okay, okay. Well, Where did you lose me? Uh, lost you right after the six six six. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you explained. So it you didn't hear about the Parliament? No, 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 no. So yeah, that's that's the last we heard, and you you dropped right after that. Oh my god! I've just been talking for like ten minutes. <laughs> talking to yourself. <laughs> hey, I do it all the time. Don't worry. I do it all the time. So do I. So you never heard about the part the ban the we had we've banned protesting. Did you not hear about that? Okay, so I did hear you say that, but that, you, that's a little bit horrifying. So they've banned protests. You can only meet uh, six people at a time, and you can remember it easily with the six six six. Protest is yeah. uh, it's again okay. So now this is part of part of what scares me about all this. Uh, they were doing similar things here, and it's so arbitrary. So you can't even just, you know, make make like a a claim that there's uh, uh, necessary and not necessary businesses because they're like, well, you know, we're just throwing church out, we're throwing uh, protests out. Well, unless we want it to go, you know, if you want to do Black Lives Matter, that's cool. But everything else, you know, you can't. Oh yeah. You can go to the strip club, but you can't go to church. You know, it, like there, it's an unbelievable amount of like arbitrary BS. And so, yeah, we're probably in a similar boat. But you guys, you guys are kind of going the way of uh, the way of China over there, like China Junior. We are, we are full on China. It's so bad here. So we've had restrictions since March. So we had a lockdown, and then that went on for two months, and then we were allowed out, but we are, we have to be two meters apart. They changed it to one meter, but then they never 
told anybody. So officially, it's one metre, but everyone still believes it's two metres. Even the shop says two metres, which is six foot six. So everybody believes it. Everybody's going around in masks. They wear masks in the car, masks, masks walking around the street. It's it's totally and utterly insane here. You can go so, and then they're doing this tier system. So they're gonna they they do this thing called the R rate, which is what they've made up with this model called the reproductive rate. It doesn't mean anything. It's just an estimate, and they've said it can't go above one. It means one in every hundred thousand people are going to get it, which is nothing. And if it goes above one. They lock down the entire area. So we're coming out of lockdown the 2nd of December, but our area, as well as most areas, are going into what they're calling tier three. So there's three tiers. We've got medium, high, very high. There's no low and very low. They've got rid of them. There used to be a low. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> I'm not joking. That's, that's 1984. That's Newspeak. Yeah, right. You control the language. Uh, you, you know, you know. Go ahead. Sorry. I thought that, that was It's funny. insane. Yeah. It's insane. There was there was five. There was five tiers. But I think that they think that the public will just forget that. Like, I don't forget anything. I've been following it since, like, December or something. So there was five tiers, and they've dropped the first two. So we're never going to get out of medium. And medium means you can only be outside. You, six, six, six again. <laughs> That's the minimum. Nice. Uh, and it, this is outside as well. So you can be on the beach. And you can be with, like, your family. Let's say there's five people in your family and you see a couple walking past and you say hello. <laughs> if you're more than six foot six, <laughs> you'll get arrested. Uh, and they've got drones flying around and that. They've got police roadblocks. People are being dragged off the street. Um, it, it's, it's not this, this country that I, I don't recognise it. Everyone is scared. And I don't think, like in America, I speak to my American friends and they're like, oh my God, it's so bad. I said, no, you haven't got a clue. You will do. Biden's going to do this to you lot, I'm telling you. He's a total oh, fruit loop. Hopefully you won't get in. Actually. Is he actually dead? Uh, no, Is he actually yeah, dead? Yeah, we, we, weekend at, weekend at uh, Biden's. Or, no, yeah, like, hold on. I got, yeah. this, I got this article. Let me pull this up. This is hilarious. It's actually a uh, exactly how you said right there. This, this is a, a parody article, so everybody relax. It's a little bit political. It is about Biden. But uh, let me just read a little bit of this to you, Penny. You're going to laugh. This is hilarious. So this okay. is a, this is reported by uh, NPC Daily. All right. So it's a, it's a parody site. It's clearly uh, anti uh, anti lockdown. Uh, it says it says this. The headline reads. Now that fascism has been defeated in America, we can finally enforce COVID lockdowns without resistance. And uh, <laughs> now that the dictator has been voted out, the lockdowns can begin. And it's got a picture of Joe Biden with those uh, those gangster internet glasses on. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, exactly like you said. Exactly oh, like you man. said. Uh, sorry, go go right ahead. Go right ahead. No, just laughing. You know, you know me and you like H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, it's, the, it's, it's reanimated, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you like, remember like the say. movie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's reanimated. Re it's proper like. Yeah, with the, uh, the, the when they yeah. cut, cut them up into pieces and they came back. That that one. Yeah, it's a cool movie. That. Yeah. yeah cool movie. Reanimated. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So over here. So where are we now? So we're in the tiers, and the tier system is. Like medium high, very high. So we're going into tier three, which is lockdown. But because any future lockdown has to go through parliament now, 
the our opposition are full-on communists. This the Labour Party is our version of the Democrats, a further left than the Democrats. Our concern. <laughs> you are sorry. You're going to say something. No, you're good. I just that was me grabbing a beer. Uh, yeah, I just grabbed a beer. You're good. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, you're good. Sorry. Carry on. Carry on. Um, so it's okay. So our our Republican, our Conservative Party should be your Republican Party, but it's become that our Conservative Party is your Democrat Party. We don't have a Republican Conservative Party anymore, and our Labour Party, which is supposed to be the opposition, actually want more lockdown. So they actually want you can't get any more. Because we've already got like the most ridiculous thing. So if you're in if you're in tier three, you're on lockdown, but they're not calling it that because another lockdown on the second of December, which is next week, would have to go through Parliament. And he's lost the support of his backbenchers who are all these uh, like the one that I said went downstairs to the uh, old lady and started going mad at the police. It's on my channel if you have a look. I've also got a radio interview that he did that I've put onto my channel. Which one? If you look on my other channel, you'll the, see it all. The Curious Bunny? Or the you know my channel? Penny Bunny channel? Penny no, Bunny. the other one, because I got banned on this one. I'm back now on this one. Uh, <laughs> if you go on my other channel... <laughs> you what? That's the way it goes. A, you speak the truth and I know, you get banned. yeah, I'm back. <laughs> okay, I was cyberbullying, but they actually said that it's cyberbullying of Bill Gates, because it was about Bill Gates, and they took it down and said, you're cyberbullying. So... Apparently, Bill Gates was very hurt. <laughs> yeah, of course. Or YouTube were worried about his feelings. So, yeah, totally. Um, so, yes. It's, yeah, I don't want to upset the uh, the dude. No. So, uh, <laughs> so, to go and do another lockdown, which is what they want to do, they, ca they have to go through Parliament. But this tier thing, they can do what they want. And the only reason why they've got to go through Parliament is because Parliament voted that they would allow them to do another one if they gave them the vote. Before that, they've, they've, they've brought out a COVID law in March, which meant that the government can do anything they want. They don't have to get permission. It's all emergency powers because of this deadly virus that's killing everybody. Uh, they've cancelled all cancer treatment. People are dying of cancer. I know loads of people that have died of cancer. My best friend died of cancer. Uh, a really close friend of mine died this year. Um, the treatments just stopped. So, yeah, you can't, you like, can't my the treatment... Right, they, like, even the hospital no. locked down. You can, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's awful. Yeah. Like, like, a lot of people that need, that, that have had treatments for, you know, every six months or, you know, every other month or this type of thing, regular treatments for a long time now, have to wait. And these are, like, life-saving treatments. Like, this is the stuff that's going on. This is this this is real. This is real. It's it's insane that we're we're here and... Like, we can't even make exceptions for, like, people that may die. It's absurd. This is crazy. It's crazy. Again, we live in the upside down. Do you know about... We are properly in the upside down. Do you know about the care home scandal as well? I don't know whether you know about this. No, that we probably had, from what it sounds like, we had something similar in New York State, but uh, do tell. Do tell. Yeah, so back in March, what they did is that anyone who tested positive for COVID, now, as we know, they used the PCR test, which has got a 93% false positive rate, as we know that. So it even says on the test not to be used in a pandemic because it just picks up fragments of dead virus. It could be any type of coronavirus, which could be a cold. So the rates they're giving you aren't even real COVID because the actual COVID hasn't been isolated. There's no test for actual COVID. This is just a coronavirus. So they were testing old folk and in hospital 
And if they tested positive to get them out of the hospital, they were paying a thousand pound to the care home per head per old person to take them to die in there. But then they were infecting the rest of the care home. Now they were calling it COVID, but it could have been anything. It could have been any virus. So then they bumped off thousands of old people. Loads in, in April and May, March and April, loads of people died in care homes. Um, and even now, they can't have visitors. So what's happening is this one lady, she had to get a job in the local care home so she could see her dad who's dying. So she could say bye to her dad. And she can work in there and she can see her dad. But you can't say goodbye to people. There's, there's husbands and wives, um, you know, people waving for the window. But yet they've stuck them in with other sick people. And it's literally wiped out th thousands of, of extra old people. But they want them gone because they're the most likely to vote a conservative way. And against the, you know, this stupid liberal. Are you still there? I'm here. I'm listening. I'm, I'm okay. Every word. Okay. Every Sorry, word. it went quite. No, I'm good. <laughs> We're good. I was panicked because of last time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So right. we've got <laughs> 10 minutes. No, you're good. You're good. Chatting away. So we've got, we've got like this, this, you know, we've got this excess death in April and March and May, which is attributed to the lockdown. They're lockdown deaths. They're not covid deaths it's finally time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. That this there is there's also a, I don't know if you've heard of the Great Barrington Dac Declaration. I don't know if you've heard of it over there, but I don't think so, it, no. it came out a couple of months ago. If you've not heard of it, well, I've got a copy of it. I can send it to you. And it was over a hundred signatures. It's three. Um, it was an, an epidemiologist, uh, a scientist, a couple of scientists. One was from Stanford, one was from Oxford, one was from Cambridge. These are ex experts in pandemics. These actually know what they're talking about. So they were involved when there was the other pandemic, bird flu and all that shit. So they have written a, a joint um, paper and they've got over 100 signatures of other academics all over the world, America, Israel, Australia, everywhere, Canada. And they've all signed it. And you can sign it as a person as well. I've signed it. Your public can sign it. They sent it off to the government. And basically what they said was, is you, this is killing more people. Your lockdowns are killing more people. What you need to do is shield the elderly, you know, which is just common sense. The elderly and the vulnerable, shield them, send the, the healthy young people out. In, you know, cause this virus isn't killing people anymore. It's only killing old people is what they're saying. 
Yeah, so and, and, and as, vulnerable as tr- people. Yeah, treatments so, have improved yeah, and uh, the death rate has gone down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all this is all this is Common happening. Sense. This is real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I said this in the very beginning too. It's like okay, if, if you know, like if you want to criticize me for bitching and moaning about it, I've got a plan. Like the plan is, like you take the people that are actually uh, you, like you you put an emergency order where. Uh, these people get uh, emergency welfare or whatever they need, and they can they can literally high risk people can stick and not not go out, and they're taken care of, you know, and uh, and that way you're you're not paying out like uh, stimulus bills to like everybody, everybody else just goes about their life. You take the high risk people, you you quarantine them, you make sure they stay safe, and then when the uh, whenever the vaccine comes or better treatments or whatever it is, right, whatever happens where this thing turns, then you know then then they can decide when they want to get back into the workforce. If they're working or whatever i mean there's there's ways to do this it doesn't have to be literally we're, we're destroying people's livelihoods businesses like you know and people laugh and say you know the critics are just like oh you want to kill grandma you know or you know you want to do no i don't want to kill anybody but holy shit like how, how how long do we have to go where people are in food lines and have no jobs and you know like no businesses to come back to like we're destroying this like like that article so when you when you dropped off there i pulled up an article that said that uh, Exxon Mobil, <laughs> Exxon, like the, the oil company thinks they'll never recover from this. Like like one of the biggest companies in the world is like, yeah. nope, we're never going to recover. And it's like, wait, what? So if, if they're never going to recover, what about all the rest of us? Like, holy shit, right? Exactly. Yeah. People are losing their jobs left, right and center and they just don't give a shit. Uh, but here, like, for example, we go into tier three and then down the road is classed as the next district even though it's like 10 minutes down the road that's going into tier two so even in tier three which is the lockdown i can go for a haircut in my local salon but i can't drive down the road which would take me into a tier two which they're allowed to have like uh, children's play areas open so you know i've got a son who's six He's an only child. He's been literally hardly seen any of his friends for nearly a year now, apart from the odd day when we've been allowed out. And, and he can't even go to like a play area. The police are stopping people and you have to provide evidence that you that you are in the right tier. So you have to like, if they say, oh, what's your address? And we give our address and you're in tier three. It, it's horrendous. And then another thing was they built these hospitals, these pop-up hospitals called Nightingale Hospital, built five of them to take so many hundred thousand, I don't know if it's a thousand, I don't know. And nobody's ever been in them. They've never used them. So they've been disassembling them. So, and the hospitals are empty. There's nobody in the hospital. I went to hospital long ago with my little boy. So I had to see him. And there was no one there. So the hospitals have got just staff walking around, taking temperatures in your head, which I heard isn't good for your third eye. People told me never to let them do that in your head with the laser. Well, not, well, not um, only that, it's just, not even effective for this because like like most of the cases they say are over half the cases are asymptomatic. So, right. So you're basically saying by taking people's temperatures and not only that, there's like an incubation period of up to 14 days, they say. So like half the time you have it, you're either asymptomatic or you're not showing symptoms yet. So, so, so like we're literally checking for like a like a 15th percentile type of person with a fever. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like you know what I mean? Like all these all these uh these uh these precautions are are kind of like uh like the TSA here, which when you go to the airport, right? They kind of feel you up and they get, they put you in the X-ray machine and look at your 
naked bits, and uh, they're not really checking for you know what I mean. They're not really checking for anything for bombs or anything. It's like it's like it's like theater. It's not even real. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah. crazy world we live in. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I digress. <laughs> it's all right. After nine, it's all right. After nine eleven, it's like they brought in these. This all started with that, and I think the public believe that. I did. I think I was twenty one at the time when that happened. Yeah, I was. Um, which if I, if I could only go back to being twenty one. That's a long. Thing. Anyway. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a long way ago, isn't it? Yeah. Feels totally. so old. Uh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Am I older than you? I don't know if I am. You don't have to tell me, but I think I think I am. I don't know. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm 29, um, so I don't think so. Oh, are you? No, I thought you were 21. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what else was I going to say? Um, so, it, it's totally insane. And and the, the leader of the, of the country, we voted in with, a, with an overwhelming majority. He comes out in these press conferences and he, all he does is stands there and and he just mumbles something. And then he gets his two scientists out and call them Dr. Doom Brothers because they're both just absolute plebs. He's the one that I told you about that, that my little boy said he was an alien. Oh, nice. Did tell you a long time ago. So he was on the TV doing his Dr. Doom shit, you know, everyone's got to who. And, and my little boy was like, Mummy, Mummy, that's an alien in a man's suit. And I was like, yeah, I well, know, dude. But for a, it was five at the time to come out with that. But anyway. So they, they get them out and they come out with all these graphs, right, that nobody understands. Even the scientists don't understand them because they're just estimates. It's in the bottom in the corner, like in tiny little right estimates. So the, the actual prime minister doesn't know what's going on. He just leaves them too. So we're under a medical dictatorship. And... And they, but the last time they came out with these graphs was the, this current lockdown. And by the next day, it had been proven that all these graphs were, were really out of date and were just lies. And they had to admit it on the Monday. They did it on Saturday. And then they had to admit it on the Monday that actually the graphs weren't real. But we're still going to leave you locked down for a month, even though they admitted the graphs weren't real. It's, it's actually it's like a, some sort of comedy wasn't living this hell it is laughable but it's not it's just it's just i can't explain how ridiculous it is and they still speak to people and they're like there with a mask i've never worn a mask and i will never wear a mask but here you have to so i just say i'm exempt because i am i've got chronic pneumonia and i'm always getting pneumonia so i can't wear a mask because i can't breathe properly all the time so okay so i wouldn't wear one so so if you don't wear a mask and you go outside do, do they what do they do do they actually ask you for papers? Like they want to see that you have these, an exception or? Well, the, if you go to the doctor and you say, can I have proof? I've got this low oxygen, which I have. They just say you don't need proof. And on the government website, it actually says, if you're exempt, it lists the reasons you don't need to wear a mask and there's no form of evidence. So, what I did, I bought these lanyards you can get online and you buy them from the disability website and you, anyone can buy them. They're like, what, 50p or something. I bought a load of them because I thought they were going to sell out and you just wear the lanyard and so far, no one's approached me. But even if I didn't have it on, like before I even got it, I wouldn't wear one. But they're, they're dragging people out of supermarkets. There's been there's, there's videos of it. You can You can easily find them where... There was a guy the other week and he was exempt and he was exempt because of anxiety. 
you know, for for all they know, he's, he's been attacked or raped. You don't know what people have been through. Yeah. And then you're not allowed to ask like... you why you can't wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they can't ask you why. It's against disability discri discrimination law to actually say, why are you exempt? So the, he was saying to the, the workers in the, in the superstore, whatever you call it over there, the, like this big supermarket, we call it here, he's like, I'm exempt. And then um, they called the police and the two police came and they were like, put your mask on. He says, no, I'm exempt. And they literally dragged him. And it's on video. They dragged him out the store and handcuffed him, bundled him into a police van. There was one guy on a train. He refused to put a mask on. He says, I'm exempt. And they, about seven or eight coppers just grabbed his arms and legs and all the all the passengers were clapping, you know, like, yay, you know, get rid of the, you know, like, pointing at him. It was like 1984. It's totally insane. The British public were the most compliant in the world when this all has started. They, they're just so asleep. Which is bizarre to me, yeah. Uh, I, so I did see one guy on a – he was on a train, and the, 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 guy, the cop came up, yeah. and they got into a fight. Because he, the cop was like trying to like make him put a mask on, and he was like, "I'm not doing it, man. What's wrong with you?" And then the guy, the cop was like, finally put his hands on him, and it turned it turned into a fight. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, upside down. One guy died, like, you know. Yeah, we do. But do you know, one guy died, you know. Um, a protest. I think it was in July. Again, I had it on video, and he was just like outside protesting this is before they, they changed the law they let the blm riot and then they let all the extinction rebellion and all that shit that stopped the whole of london lie on the floor in front of buses and shit and then they can do that but then as soon as the lockdown protest started that's that's the reason why they banned protest and he was in like he was in london in Centennial square he was in trafalgar square and the police surrounded him and said go away and he just wouldn't move. He says, no. They handcuffed him, and he didn't want him to handcuff them. He didn't want to be handcuffed, so they pushed him to the floor, and they sat on him, like the George Floyd thing. And they crushed him, and he died. He literally passed out at the scene, and he died, and there was not, nothing on the news, no media coverage at all. The guy died, and the police killed him. Yeah, that's not and, good. Uh, if you yeah. It's not good. If you sh if you shared it, you got uh, you know I I had to delete that because I I got you know a warning censored <laughs> taken offline. Hey hey Penny, uh, uh, I'd love to have you stay. Uh, let's uh, we gotta take a quick break uh, and then let's reset. You and do carry on, carry on with the show. You sure? So let's do, let's do a quick break. Let's do aliens. If you wanna if you wanna just come back and talk aliens with me, you're totally welcome. So uh, let's uh, let's do that. Just. Uh, you, you let me know. You want to hang out and talk aliens? I'd love to have you. Yeah, I'll stay for another 10 minutes or so, then I'm going to go to bed. So you, you, you carry on. I'll just sit here. Okay. Okay. You do your thing. We're going we're to do okay. a quick break, guys. This is about halfway point of the show. So we're about to we're about to come back and talk about aliens. We get, we're on with Penny. This is Penny Bunny, the Curious Bunny on YouTube. You can check her out uh, on over there. Follow her on YouTube. She's also in the YouTube chat right now on this show. So uh, do, uh, do do that. And, uh, and, you know, I think this is the thing, right? Like you get together and you talk about uh, these sorts of things and what, what actually matters to individuals because we're making like a, the policy that's happening is dictated without even consideration of what individual needs are. And that's part of the argument here. So uh, definitely good stuff. Uh, Eric says, I've got a fatal heart condition and I have to wear a mask. It's a law here, regardless of exception. Now it's an order of the state. 
And this is exactly it, right? It's like there are individual needs that need to be addressed that aren't because it's just hell or high water. It's it's terrible. So, you know, don't don't be there's a we, we got a guy in chat there that's uh, ragging on you a little bit. But uh, like, don't be judgmental because you don't know. Like, you, you just don't know what people are going through as individuals. Right. People are individuals. We are not a herd of cows that like get the same the same everything and everything's fine, right? This is not this is not the way it goes. So anyway, we're gonna, with that said, we're going to take a quick break. We're here with Penny Bunny, the Curious Bunny from YouTube. Uh, Penny Bunny slash the Curious Bunny, two different channels. Um, follow her over there. She's in the chat again. Uh, quick break, two minutes. We will be right back, and we're going to talk aliens. We're going to talk about crashed alien things and uh, what happens when you when you when the government shows up. <laughs> And uh, starts looking into what uh, is actually inside of these things. Uh, yeah, that's what's on deck. That's what we're going to talk about. Hang out for just a couple minutes, Penny. We'll come back and we'll talk aliens for a second. Uh, we'll keep on okay. rolling. We'll keep on rolling. All right. I'm going to move you up for just a sec so you don't have to hear the music, music and stuff. And then I'll move you back in when I when we come back in two minutes. Okay? Yes. Okay. Be, okay. Back, in, be back in two minutes, guys. We're here with Penny Bunny from the UK. And uh, two-minute break. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So uh, let's play this. And uh, let's see. How about this one? Action. All right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. We're uh, we're uh, we're here. We're, we're going to get Penny back on the line in just a second. We're, we're talking about aliens now. Uh, we're kind of uh, we're changing things up. We're going to go from uh, from full, full covid, like Eric said. We're going to go to uh, go to some aliens now. So let's get Pe- Penny Penny Bunny back in here. Penny from the UK back with us, and uh, we're going to do some aliens. We're going to do some aliens. How do you feel about aliens? You, you there, Penny? I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay. Hear you perfectly. Um, so how, I've never actually asked you. How do you feel about aliens? Do you think they're real, or do you think it's like a, a propaganda thing, concoction, or let me know what you think about that. Um, I believe in aliens a lot. I've seen UFOs. I caught a couple years ago, like weird orby things in the sky. Uh, and they're on, they're on this channel actually, quite a way back, I think. Um, I, I believe that, I don't believe they come from outer space. I don't believe they travel like you. I think a lot of that is propaganda made. I don't believe galaxies and all that i believe we're in some sort of realm um and i think they come from dimensions so they're coming through things from other dimensions and i believe that these dimensions run parallel with us i don't i don't think there's actually copies of us that would be nice if there was infinite copies doing different things that would be so cool but i believe that there are different entities constantly everywhere like literally busying through us because actually i feel them and i've seen them and there's so many UFO videos now where it's like a whole, I don't know if you've seen them. You know, do you remember those smoke circles that were everywhere a couple of years ago? Do you remember them? I don't, but there's so many things that uh, okay. I already forgot. So I, I believe you, though. So smoke circles like right. in the sky, like clouds or? Yeah, like really bizarre. And what are they on about here? Tears. Oh, yeah, there was five tears, John. Yeah, there, there was. It was. There was. Anyway. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, so these weird, like, they were everywhere a couple of years ago, like smoke circles. It was as though they'd come through something. But I've seen a lot now, and they, they tend to be over the sea a lot. I don't know if you've noticed, there's a lot of UFO signs over the sea. Um, and they seem to be, dis- they go into the cloud, and they just disappear into an actual cloud. They don't go up. And I, I honestly believe that the craft that we're seeing, a lot of it is coming from 
from under, not over. I think they're going different interdimensional beings. And I think Antarctica is, is a very, very interesting place because yeah. nobody's allowed there. Yeah, we'll have to do a and, show on Antarctica coming up again uh, with uh, Admiral Byrd and Project uh, High Jump and all the rest of that, Operation High Jump, because there's a lot there. I think uh, uh, I think there's, you know, it's freezing, of course, but I think there's uh, there's enough enough information to kind of merit some uh, some UFO, another look at the UFO reports down there. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Bizarre. So so okay. So you don't think they come from other star systems, so, but you think it's some sort of no, dimensional whole, thing that's like here on top of us all yeah. the time. They just kind of move in and out of the dimensions, and that's what we're seeing. That, that's what I think, and I think ghosts are the same thing. And I believe that when we come out of this physical being that we are that we are them as well. We are entities. We are a consciousness inside. We are experiencing this realm in a physical... And when this physical goes, we go back into whatever... It's a bit like that film Interstellar. Have you seen that? Uh, what is it? One more time. Uh, Interstellar? Inter- yeah, yeah. Have yeah, seen yeah. it? Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Murph! Yeah. Murph! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one's great. <laughs> Similar. Uh, but yeah, in, in a way, if you look at the end of... That that similar to what I'm saying. It's something that I've always felt. There's something more. I think we all know what what's going on, and and I felt that it's been there, but I can never quite grab it. The 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 memory because I think we all know it. And when you look into a lot of the what NASA say about the distance between the moon and the sun, and the the I've, the way that it they, it's all gets divided up, it actually equals 666. Did you know that? The way that Saturn works and everything else. And I believe that the lower realm is where people go, where the nasty consciousnesses go. And I think there's an upper realm, and then you've got all these different dimensions. And, and it's like a construct matrix sort of thing. And we just can't see them because we're not on their frequency. Our frequency range is so short. Yeah, and we don't see them. I think. I think but it's the more you open up your mind, like what I think, Eddie. Me and Eddie were talking in the chat once, and I told him about what I've experienced, and he seemed to sort of agree with me. And he's not on tonight. He's not. In, he's not on YouTube, is he? I don't know if he's in one of the other restreams. I'm not sure. I've not seen Eddie tonight. Yeah, no, Eddie's not here tonight. Again, it's a Thanksgiving weekend here, so I'm not sure if he uh, he has family nearby or anything like that. He uh, might be yeah. traveling or so. Who knows? Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's there's a lot of people that usually are here that are not here, so uh, they're out probably celebrating and being with their family like they should be. You know, <laughs> like they should be. Black uh, Friday, and it's shopping day. Yeah, shopping day, shopping day. Exactly. Celebrating being away from us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Thanksgiving okay. for being away from the British. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yes, yeah, so that's what I believe. And, and I think that ghosts and everything, ghosts, devils, demons and that, they're all different types, negatives. There's negatives and positives of these consciousnesses, these entities. So I don't think Satan is just where it ends. I think Satan is just uh, the way that the religions see this evil and a lot of the the book of Enoch was one of the books left out of the Bible, and they talk about giants as well. There's there's lots of talks of giants, and I think when they did the Saint Saint um, James version of the Bible, I think that they left a lot out when they 
you know, they deciphered it, whatever, into English. There's so much of the Bible they left out of the Old Testament because it had the truth in there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that. Uh, the uh, the uh, those those ancient texts, like the Gnosticism we did, and uh, the Archons. What's up, Bailey? Speaking of Archons, shout out to Bailey. Uh, ba- Bailey is uh, the Archon Watch. She's the, the official Archon Watch of uh, Trouble Minds. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, like uh, there's a ton there. Like a lot of those, a lot of those old uh, those texts have some some interesting things that I think are uh, worth worth talking about for sure, for sure. Definitely. Right, so I'll leave you to it then. I'm going to go into chat now because I'm going to go into just chill out mode okay, before chill, I go to sleep. Chill mode's good. It is late. Like I said, thank you so much for staying up with us. I appreciate it a lot. Thanks for being the captain of the thumbs up thumbs up squad. We, we, we do we do need <laughs> cheerleading the thumbs up there. squad. There you go, cheerleading squad. Uh, I appreciate it a lot. Uh, the the uh, the interaction and the enthusiasm you have. Uh, again, you know, as you know, right? Like when you when you do your own stuff, you create things. When people are enthusiastic, it just gives you more more strength to power on. You know, like it uh, it's inspiring to you that uh, people are listening. So I appreciate you a lot. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for uh, thanks for being you and uh, everybody else. Oh, thank you, Mike. This is Penny, Penny from the UK. Uh, follow Penny Bunny on YouTube and the Curious Bunny in, in, in case one channel gets banned, because they might. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> one's getting closer than the other. Are you going to come on my channel, aren't you, Mike? Yes, Are you going to come stream with me? Yes, definitely. If I bring in some folks, some pe- I've, got, I've got a couple of UFO people, quite big channels. One's got over 70,000 subs. He's a sky watcher with a big, massive telescope. And sure. the other one is a is the paranormal UFO with over forty five. These, these are big channels, and they want to they want to stream with me again. Okay. So I want to get you in as well because that sure. will help you grow your audience. Totally, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. L- l- All right. Uh, let let, let uh, me get a date. Okay. Okay. Let's set it up, and then we'll let's we can all we'll agree. Go. But anyway, thanks everybody. I'll see you later. Thanks for hanging out. Take Penny. care, Penny. You're the best. Stay safe. See you Penny. later, Mike. God bless you and the family. And you. Thanks a lot. Thank you, and you. Take care. Thanks Bye. Lot. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. There you go. There you go. That's, that's Penny. Penny from the UK, and uh, we're, we're now we're, we're on to aliens. Uh, thanks for the call, Penny. Again, it's a, it is fantastic when people call in because. Uh, you get different perspectives, right? And so not only that, the, the internet is an amazing thing because here I am in, sitting in Vegas and uh, Las Vegas, United States, right? Uh, Area 51 right up the way. And we're talking aliens. But you get a call from the United Kingdom, right? Uh, we get people watching Singapore. What's up, William? We get people uh, show up from South Africa. Tamara's not here. Tamara's not here tonight. But uh, all over the world, we get people listening and watching this show australia what's up kane we got we got people from all over the damn world here and it's it's an amazing thing that we can do it in today's uh in, in with technology today so as long as they don't crack down on us and make us uh make us stop well <laughs> what can you do uh we got some other some other shout outs here what's up i got uh, johnson i think i don't i think i said uh let's see what do we got johnson i got hopper from uh discord says the upside of the mask is that facial recognition does not follow you around i, I couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more uh bony dd on uh on youtube i see you there thanks for showing up who else do we got we got a uh, sparkle motion on uh twitch if you're still there thanks for being here tonight um, let's see. Let's see. What else do we got? Who else am I missing? I just like to say hi to everybody that shows up because, well, it lets, uh, lets you know that we're live and uh, lets you know we appreciate you. Okay, let's see. Um, 
<laughs> easy, easy, Brian. Easy, Brian. I'm not reading that. I'm not reading that. You got some fans, Penny. Okay, okay. Here we go. So now we're gonna go to uh, we're gonna go to the things that we're we're uh, we've been talking about. The things that we've all we've always kind of been talking about. Taking a pivot from the conspiracy news and the the COVID and this other stuff, and we're talking aliens. Now, specifically, not just aliens. We're talking crash retrievals, right? Uh, and probably the the big enchilada, like uh, like uh, Alex Jones says, is is this? It's the Roswell incident. Okay, so let's uh, let's just do a quick refresher of the Roswell incident and how how this mythology has kind of uh, turned into so many other things, right? I'm going to just read. This is from the, the Ministry of Truth. I like to call them uh, Wikipedia. I'll link this in a sec, even though it's probably useless to many of you because you know way more than what's on here. But uh, the Roswell UFO incident in Popular lore refers to the rumors and speculation regarding the July 1947 United States Army Air Force's balloon crash at a ranch near Roswell, New Mexico. Following local press interest in debris gathered from the crash site and rumors that the debris came from a flying disc, the U.S. military stated that the crashed object was merely a conventional weather balloon. All right. So like I said, nothing new. You guys have all heard this before, but uh, it's going to lead us into an interesting story that maybe you have not. So let's start with Roswell. We're talking about alien crash retrievals and why are there not more, um, what would you say, more uh, more uh, reliable accounts of, of uh, crash landings and then possibly extraterrestrial biological entities that are recovered from these UFOs. Uh, so here we go. Let's let's play a quick clip to kind of uh, following us up and, uh, and uh, re- reminding us what's up with Roswell. And then we'll get into a story you probably haven't heard that's very similar that happened uh, uh, maybe a dozen years later or so. And uh, anyway, part one, Roswell. Here's the overview. And let's talk about aliens guys and again thanks to penny for calling i will uh, drop that link if you guys want to check out that twitch interview with uh, johnny now i'm going to drop in the chat right now but here we go here's the uh, part one roswell action all right speaking of kind of outer space stuff here's a question are we alone it's a question scientists have literally been unable to answer but for lots of people they claim they've had close encounters and there's no question at all. Are you one of those people? Well, we bring this up today because today is World UFO Day. So we're going beyond the headline with a look at the most famous UFO story in Roswell, New Mexico. The summer sky at night is full of wonders. Meteor showers, special constellations, and a spectacular view of our galaxy, the Milky Way. But with all that beauty, many of us at one time or another have asked, are we alone in the universe? Well, this week, 72 years ago, believers say an unidentified flying object crashed deep into Roswell, New Mexico. The U.S. government didn't confirm that it found a UFO, but officials did say they recovered debris. A press release said it was a flying disc, but that was later changed to a weather balloon. Naturally, those who believe aliens exist smelled a little green cover-up. You've got to understand, at the time, people all over the world had a bit of an obsession with the idea of a flying saucer. So this little mystery in New Mexico got a whole lot of attention. After the crash, a rancher found some odd debris near Roswell and turned it into the local sheriff. The sheriff notified the Roswell Army Airfield and soldiers collected the debris. So back to that curious press release for a moment. It was picked up by the Roswell Daily Record with the headline, Rafe captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell region. The change of terminology from saucer to weather balloon has fueled decades of conspiracy theories that continue to this day. But there are plenty of UFO believers who believe full disclosure is right around the corner. 
right. There are plenty of UFO believers who believe UFO disclosure is right around the corner. And uh, we've been we've been uh, toying with this and flirting with this disclosure for uh, what, how many dozens of years now? I mean, <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's it. So there's the overview, right? So it was a uh, there were there were actual newspaper reports. We, we like I said, if you're into ufology, you know all this. You know all this. So this is not new. But are there actual um, uh, uh, actual uh, instances that are similar to this we're going to get to that in a little bit but uh, so there we go there's there's roswell right so there, it was reported as a, a saucer crash uh it got a ton of press attention then the military was like oh shit what are we going to do this is, looks bad so then they said it was a weather balloon and that that some by some reports they still stand by the weather balloon story and uh they even named it something uh, what did they name it let's see so this is a this is from historychannel.com history.com the roswell ufo aliens what happened uh, they, let's see. What did they name it? There's an actually, they named it, uh, what is it? Uh, anyway, there's an actual name they gave to the, the project that supposedly corroborates it was a weather balloon. All right. So anyway, like I said, Roswell, we get the crash. Uh, the, the press reports are, are, uh, split and broken. And, uh, then, uh, it's aliens. Then it's a weather balloon. All right. So then, all right. So what actually happened, right? So, so, uh, Basically, to, to, to find out the truth, like anything else, right, you have to go to like people that actually spend time uh, uh, going into documents, uh, interviewing people, uh, like, you know, actually like uh, out there doing the work to find out the truth of these things. And one of the people, uh, he's passed away now, sadly and unfortunately, because he was probably one of the most um, legitimate uh, UFO researchers of all time, in my opinion, Stanton Friedman. Okay, now he spent a ton of time uh, breaking the UFO story, uh, the the Roswell story, actually trying to see if there was propaganda involved or if it was actually a weather balloon and all the rest of this stuff. And he actually believed for real that it was an alien crash and there were alien bodies. All right. So here we go. And uh, again, probably very few people have done enough as much research about anything. I mean, that's probably a, a really grand statement there. But uh, as uh, Stanton Friedman has done uh, regarding uh, Roswell. So here we go. This is what Stanton Friedman thought about Roswell and what actually happened. It's a couple of quick short clips, but he breaks it down very succinctly so we can know what an actual UFO researcher believes about the incident. So here we go. Part one and part two. Stanton Friedman talking about Roswell and what it meant to him and how, uh, how what he actually thinks uh, happened with the uh, the military and the rest of this. So here we go. Uh, part one, Stan Friedman talking about Roswell. Action. Well, I, I stumbled onto Roswell entirely. I was in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana to promote my lecture that night at Louisiana State University. I was supposed to do three interviews at a local television station. This is in 1978, a long time ago. And I did the first two, and the third reporter was nowhere to be found. Didn't have cell phones all over at the time. The station manager's giving me coffee. He's looking at his watch. He knows the, knows the people that brought me there. He knew I had other things to do. And out of the blue, he says, you know, the guy you ought to talk to is Jesse Marcel. Brilliant investigator that I am, I said, who's he? He was the duty officer, July 6th, I guess it was. 1947, and he had a call from the sheriff that a rancher had come in with some strange wreckage, and the sheriff thought he ought to, he might be interested in looking at this stuff. The, the sheriff and the military work closely together, and his boss, Colonel Blanchard, tells him 
and the counterintelligence corps guy to follow the rancher out. He says he's got this stuff, the whole field covered with this small pieces of stuff that you could crumple up and would uncrumple on its own. You couldn't tear it. Extraordinary strong and about the weight of foil. This is weird. Yeah, of course. And so... Okay, so uh, like like this has been reported, uh, and and if you go into to the detail about this, like Stanton Friedman did, and like many other actual UFO researchers did, right? Uh, this these are some of the stories you get out of it. It was this uh, this foil like substance that had crashed out there in New Mexico uh, near Roswell. Of course, it wasn't in the city of Roswell. It was like in a in a uh, kind of out in a, like a, a pasture, like a field, like a desert desert type of situation going on here and uh you so you would go out there and the reports are that you would pick up these pieces of that appeared to be the foil or like some sort of like a metal that they'd never seen on earth that you could uh you you pick up this these pieces of this metal that was kind of foil ish uh, and you would bend it but it would uh like reform itself back into wherever it started right so which again, you know, is not is not aluminum foil. It's not tin foil. It's not it's not how anything reacts on Earth. If you bend something, you bend a piece of metal. It doesn't bend itself back to a, its initial position, right? So uh, you know, like most most people that understand these things uh, understand basic physics, right? Like because you know you live in a third dimensional world on Earth. So you know, even if you're like not like a physics individual, like you have a very rudimentary understanding of physics because you know. If you run really fast and then trip, you fall and, you know, you scrub pretty hard, you know, like momentum and, uh, and gravity. And, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like all these things, like even though, right, even though people aren't uh, uh, physicists, we have this basic understanding. And so these, these pieces of this crash were not responding to that, uh, that basic, uh, the basic understanding of physics. Okay. So again, Stan Friedman, here's part two. He's talking about Roswell and then we'll get into a story that you guys probably haven't heard before and in some drama. Here's, here's the interesting thing. So I was going through some of this and I was trying to find, um, uh, instances that happened just like Roswell, right? Not, not, not identical, but so the story is that, you know, the crash landing at Roswell, uh, the mythology goes like uh, they found uh, they found not just a crash saucer, they found a debris and they found alien bodies, right? So I was like, okay, there's got to be more instances like this, and it's really difficult to find them. Uh, like a lot are behind paywalls, a lot are um, uh, censored, or who knows, right? Like you can't find the witnesses. I don't know. Uh, they got, but they got to be existing, right? Like if, if one crashes and there's alien bodies then another somewhere is crashed. It's just kind of like the law of natural things, right? If it happens once, it'll probably happen again. So anyway, anyway, here we go. I mean, that's not, you know, that's not set in stone or anything, but you get it. You get what I'm saying. Okay, so here we go. Here's part two. Again, Stanton Friedman talking about the Roswell crash and what he thinks actually happened based on all the research he did. And he spent a ton of time going into the National Archives, filing FOIA requests. And uh, I talk about John Greenwald Jr. often on this show, right, from the Black Vault, and he, he's he's uh, he's made a career out of filing FOIA requests and uh, you know kind of a government documents and this whole thing, and he learned how to do the uh, many of the things that he does from Stanton Friedman directly. So and you can see there's a legacy there. You can see that there's very smart people behind a lot of these claims, and uh, you know p- uh, people that uh, and and notably Stanton Friedman didn't believe Bob Lazar. All right, he he thought his story was a bunch of shit, but he did believe that there were aliens that crash landed in Roswell that day in 1947 and that there were alien bodies. So let's hear him talk about that and then we'll keep on trucking here. 
he comes back with this stuff. The boss man sends him to take some of this on one of their B-29s to the headquarters of the 8th Air Force. Now, when the story comes out, uh, Army captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell region, and the next day, General empties Roswell saucer. And that was the end of it, really. There was a cover-up, no question about it. And one of the other people in one of the pictures that was taken by the Fort Worth paper, this is over in Fort Worth, uh, had General Ramey and his uh, adjutant, uh, Colonel DuBose, who later became a general, I thought he might still be alive. Blanchard was dead. Ramey was dead. I couldn't talk to them. But I found retired General DuBose. And he told me that he took the call from Ramey's boss from Washington. He was acting head of the... Uh, the Air Force Strategic Air Command, the name changed, but, uh, and he gave him three orders. DuBose told me this, standing three feet away from me. Uh, send some of that wreckage up here today with one of your Colonel Couriers. Get the press off our back, I don't care how you do it. And I don't want you ever to talk about it again. That's an order. Do I need to put it in writing, Colonel? No, sir. When a two-star general tells a colonel what to do, he does it. They're both West Pointers, you know. So uh, there's no question in my mind. Roswell represented the recovery of a crashed alien saucer plus ETs on board. Okay, did you hear that? I'm going to play that one more time. Just just the end part. Like, that is so critical. Once again, this is Stanton Friedman, who arguably has done more research more research about Roswell than anybody else, Okay. So he, he's, a, he's the individual that pioneered a lot of this information. And as you heard, he's got specific names. He was on the ground. He was talking to this, this person, that person. And right. So like once you talk to one person, they tell you who else was there. He spent years and years and years trying to get to the bottom of this. And you heard what he said at the end there. Let me just play that one more time. I'll skip right to the end and you can hear what he said because it's critical. Like probably the foremost, let's say, scholar in ufology believes exactly this. Here we go. He comes back with, you know. So, uh, there's no question in my mind. Roswell represented the recovery of a crashed alien saucer plus ETs on board. And there's no question in his mind that Roswell represented a crashed saucer and actual extraterrestrials that they've recovered. All right? So he, he believes there's a large cover-up here, and there has been for years. And so, again, right, like you don't find many people more credible than this guy. Like he, he spent most of his life, right, most of his adult life actually chasing down leads to kind of get to the bottom of what happened at Roswell. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's, what he, that's what he says. That's what he believes in, right? Like, a, you know, it, it's, in the end, we're all individuals, right? And you can't believe everything anybody says, okay, any one individual says, including myself. Right. Like I don't exclude myself because I'm, I'm not I don't have delusions of grandeur here. Right. Like they would say in Star Wars. I just don't like I'm one person just like you are. Right. I'm trying to find the truth just like you are. But this individual, I think you can hold a little bit to a higher standard there because he spent time on the ground questioning these people, tracking down leads, making phone calls, reading documents. Right. There's something to be said for that. So anyway. 
He said there's actually, he believes, there's actual alien entities that came from this crash. So here we go. We got some other stuff that's from the Golden Age of Gaia regarding the uh, the Roswell crash. And uh, don't worry, this isn't all about Roswell tonight. We're going to get into uh, maybe a story you, you haven't heard that's very, very similar to Roswell. So uh, let me just uh, buzz over some details and some links here from Roswell, and we'll get to that second story, which is a little bit interesting. <laughs> Interesting to say the least. All right, here we go. So uh, the Roswell incident, going to drop some more links if you guys want to check this stuff out. As usual, uh, I like I said, if it's not, uh, if it's not, if there's no sources, I don't, uh, you know, I don't like to talk about it. But here's what happens, right, regarding sources and links and these types of things. Like I said, they are increasingly finding them finding themselves behind paywalls, right, or um, finding themselves um, uh, uh, like scrubbed from the Internet. And so, you know, it could be that uh, I was kind of going through some of the old timers, some of the people that were actually, you know, like if they're looking to the 1947 Roswell incident for a very long time, right? Like uh, many of us that listen to this are, you know, uh, younger-ish and that we couldn't be investigating these things because that's a long-ass time ago. And so Stan Friedman, you know, he's an older man when he passed away, unfortunately. But, you know, like you get these these individuals that have been doing it for a long time and they tend to be older because they've been chasing these things for a long time. I was coming up with some names of some folks and their old websites are gone. Like, and, and unfortunately in some cases it's because they passed away. You can't keep paying the, you know, paying the hosting on the website or whatever, right? But this is this is what happens. So in, in many cases, I don't think it's censorship. I think it's more like, uh, you know, people get old, they die, and then uh, the research, you know, kind of fades away and gets forgotten. So, Terrible stuff there. Terrible stuff there. Uh, what's up, Penny? Says thanks for having me on, Mike. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for uh, jumping on and talking about this stuff. This is exactly why we do the show live. Uh, we, we love to include you. I appreciate it, Penny. Thanks for being the uh, the, the captain of the Thumbs Up Squad. I appreciate that a lot. Uh, Kelly on uh, Kelly on on uh, Periscope probably because he's banned from Facebook. <laughs> what's up, Kelly? <laughs> he says thanks for showing up tonight. To alien for Earth to human for outer space. Good evening, peeps. Great quote. Thank you. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? What else do we got? All right. So let's see. Let's see. All right. So some more Roswell stuff real fast. And then we'll get into this other one. Uh, here we go. So Roswell incident, 70 facts, not miss. And some, uh, you know, there's there's some really good information here, right? Like if you dig deep enough, there's people that have actually done uh, investigative work and it's out there, right? It's, it's a little more difficult to find because... You know, you don't type in uh, Roswell and get like uh, investigative uh, reporting. You get like the propaganda, right? You get the the weather balloon and uh, the official stories. We know this. You know what I mean? I'm not telling you anything you don't know about this. But point being, there's a lot of information here. Here's another one. Let's go to this real quick. This is from the Huffington Post written by Lee Spiegel, right? Again, another noted name in ufology. And he says this. This is the headline. Roswell UFO crash. There were two crashes. Not one, says ex-Air Force official, right? So let's just read a little bit of this and then uh, maybe expand some uh, information that maybe you didn't know. Uh, The 1947 UFO controversy of Roswell, New Mexico is like a bad penny. Not like a good penny, not like our good penny, like in the UK. This is a bad penny. It keeps turning up. The legend, rehashed by conspiracy theorists in countless documentaries, revolves around allegations that an unusual object fell from the sky, an object so bizarre that the U.S. Air Force issued a press release that a flying saucer had crashed, which we've all seen the uh, the article here. Actually, let me pull it up. Image in new tab. Here we go. So here's here's Roswell, right? This is the uh, this is the paper. This is very famous, and uh, many people have seen this. Like I say, we're not we're not 
really talking about anything new here. This is a super, super embedded into the mythology of UFOs and everything else. So anyway, so, okay, so back to this article. Uh, Huffington Post, two crashes, not one. Okay, so uh, let's see. The, the story was quick, quickly recanted, right? Beca- becoming a uh, not a flying saucer, a weather balloon. We know this. Until now, most debunkers doubted there was even one crash. Now, in an exclusive interview, returned, or sorry, retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Richard French told the Huffington Post that there were actually two crashes. This revelation is especially remarkable considering that French was known in the past to debunk UFO stories. Quote, there were actually two crashes at Roswell, which most people don't know, French told Huffington Post. The first one was shot down by an experimental U.S. airplane that was flying out of White Sands, New Mexico, and it uh, and it shot what was effectively an electronic pulse-type weapon that disabled and took away all the controls of the UFO, and that's why it crashed. All right, so there you go. He says it, and that kind of matches what Tom DeLong said a little bit. He says a uh, French and Air Force pilot who was in uh, Alma, Alma, Alamogordo, New Mexico, in 1947, uh, being tested in an altitude chamber, an annual requirement for rated officers, was very specific in how the military allegedly brought down what he believes was a spacecraft from another world. Quote, when they hit it with that electromagnetic pulse, bingo. There goes all their electronics, and consequently, the UFO was uncontrollable, said French, who flew hundreds of combat missions in Korea and Southeast Asia, and who held several positions working for military intelligence. Now, we talked about this guy in the past, of this French character, and he appears to flip-flop on his stories, uh, that he, he, he was a propagandist, and then he was a UFO believer, and he was a propagandist, and back and forth. So who knows, right? So maybe this is a dubious claim. Who cares, right? Who cares? We're going on Stan Friedman, and he he did the most research, in my opinion, and uh, I think he's uh, I think unassailable. I think uh, his opinion, I think in this case, is probably as solid as any, and he thinks there were ETs there. So anyway, you get the point. Blah blah, so on and so forth. There's the uh, thing. All right, now, now it gets better. It gets better. All right, let's see. Let's see. Uh, okay, so we got we've got some great. Uh, Going to read some chat here, and then we'll get to this next one. And this is a this is this is a very similar crash to Roswell. Okay, this is a years later, but there's some interesting interesting information that comes out of this. So hold on, let's read some of this, uh, and we'll go. What, William on Facebook says Stanton Friedman was a physicist first. Uh, before a UFO researcher. That's why I always find his thoughts interesting when explaining UFOs. Exactly, right? Like, you've got to have some kind of qualifications. You can't just be like a Yahoo like me, just kind of spouting shit on the internet, right? Like, like, would you believe me or Stan Friedman, right? A scientist that's actually out there on the ground talking to, you know, not, not that you try and measure people against other people, but, you know, like you're trying to find the truth of information. I would certainly believe whatever he said over anything that I said. And so, regarding... Roswell. Maybe not regarding, you know, nice hair or something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. So uh, anyway, okay, here we go. Let's see. Uh, Eric says, always heard the second UFO had the passengers. All right. So that the, you did hear that there was a second UFO crash. All right. Uh, let's see. Sherry says, you should check out the work behind people getting alien chips uh, removed that Stan did. Um, is that Stan? Stan? Mr. Friedman? Uh, alien chips. I didn't know he did that work. So yeah, maybe. And that's the thing, right? So as we go, that's those are the things we can talk about. There's a ton that Stanton Friedman did that we can kind of get into as uh, as time goes. God willing, now there'll be another show and we'll get into the rest of this stuff. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, Paul from Newcastle says six miles from me, we have the Gateshead Gray alien on YouTube uh, on Richard Hall channel. All right, that's cool. I didn't know 
there was a thing. I, I don't know. I'll have to check it out. Richard Hull. I don't know the name. Um, let's see. Uh, um, Penny says, I love Richard Hall. Okay, so that's a thing. Let's see. Bailey says, pretty sure I have alien chips. Someone help me remove them. There you go. There you go. Alien chips. Alien. That's a thing. That's a thing. Um, let's see. Brian says, I judge a man by his heart, not not his knowledge. All right. I like that. I can do that. How about nice hair? <laughs> Just kidding. Eric says, didn't one of those guys who was at the scene of Roswell take credit for the the, the linear jet? Uh, named after him, the uh, Bill, oh, oh, Lear, the Learjet, the Learjet, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that guy, that guy's actually, we'll have to talk about him at some point too. Uh, the, the Lear, uh, I can't remember his first name, but yeah, he was, he was the guy behind the Learjet. So yeah, and he's, he's very much into UFOs as well. Uh, I think, uh, I think he's passed on now as well. But anyway, okay, here we go. Now, there's another, there's another crash that's very, very similar. I'm linking this, and uh, this is called a, uh, a, Blog by Kevin Randall. All right, that's the individual here, Kevin Randall. Uh, here we go. So I'm, I'm linking this, and you guys can check it out. But uh, there was a crash in 1963 in a place called Santa Rosa, same state, New Mexico. Right, Santa Rosa, New Mexico. All right, this is a 1963 Santa Rosa UFO crash. And like I said, there's a ton of information out there. Um, that goes into databases behind paywalls. I'm, I'm looking at you, move on, and uh, it just kind of disappears. And uh, the, maybe some compelling uh, witnesses and uh, some interesting cases, and uh, they just go away. You know, like we said, uh, Rob, Robert Bigelow actually purchased the move on archive from them, like for six hundred thousand dollars or something like that. We talked about that in the past. And so it didn't really share the information with the public. So MUFON has like this incredible database of people reporting UFOs and things. And then they put it behind a paywall. You have to pay them to get in and access it. And then, uh, you know, they make uh, they make uh, history channel shows out of it. Right. Which this story I actually got from Hangar One, which was a, a uh, history channel show uh, done by MUFON. All right. So. So. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Learjet, that's the one. Okay, let's see. Okay, let's see. What else do we got? What's up, Mark? I see on YouTube says, uh, how's this banned if I'm here right now? Uh, it's uh, the other channel's banned, bro. <laughs> the, the other channel, I can't stream on right now. So this is the secondary channel. So uh, if you want to go check out the other channel we're not streaming on, then get back to me. We can load together. <laughs> All right, so there, there's the explanation. Okay, here we go. Uh, Eric says, New Mexico, and that dry air out there just sucks the life out of aliens. Yeah, maybe, right? Maybe, right? But yeah, th- thanks for showing up, Mark. I'm just, I'm, I'm pulling your leg. But okay, here we go. Here we go. Now, let's play this. I got a couple, I got a couple clips straight from that uh, Hangar One show. All right? Like I said, I, I stated this in the past. Uh, that's probably one of my favorite uh, well-done shows about UFOs, uh, just because of the way it's presented and some of the information they have. But again, it's behind. It's it's you know you can't just freely access this information. So you have to dig. Most people don't even know about this. So it was a 1963 Santa Rosa, New Mexico UFO crash. Here we go. Let's go part one. This is straight from Hangar One. It's one of the. Uh, uh, I'll get you the the episode number. I can't remember exactly. But anyway, let's let's play this, and you can hear kind of the brief, and we'll go through some of the documents and blogs that I found talking about this and some of the ones I didn't that ended up off the internet and I had to go to the archive to find them. So anyway, here we go. Here we go. Uh, William says, move on, LOL. Talk about making money out of nothing. Yeah, there you go. And not only that, they're a 401c3, so they're like a, uh, they're a tax-free organization. (laughs) They're like a church. Uh, Okay. So anyway, anyway, uh, church tax-wise, not any other way. So don't, don't, don't take me wrong there. Okay. 
Let's play this. This is part one. This is a, a UFO crash in 1963, Santa Rosa, New Mexico. And listen to how similar this is to the Roswell incident uh, as put forth by Stanton Friedman. Not, not the official story, not the UFO story by the government and the Air Force, the Stanton Friedman version. Here we go. Part one. This is the crash. Santa Fe, New Mexico, 1963. Action. 1963, near Santa Rosa, New Mexico. First responder nurse Bina Ann Bean, known to everyone as Beanie, arrives at what she believes is a plane crash. Beanie and the ambulance driver pull up to the side of the road, where two state police officers are waiting for them. Beanie thinks she's responding to a plane crash. One of the officers informs her that the crash site is not far off the road. They found three bodies badly injured, but there's something unusual about them. Not sure what to expect, Nurse Bean follows the police officer into the field. At the scene, Beanie sees the wreckage strewn about the field. Lying nearby are three small bodies badly burnt. Thinking she's looking at children, Beanie immediately asks, where are the parents? Beanie approaches the bodies to check for vital signs. As she's examining the bodies, she realizes that these are not children as she initially assumed. They're small and similar to human bodies, but there's something different about them. Okay, you check that, right? So we've got a nurse. We've got a name of an individual. That was uh, her job was riding in an ambulance and being like one of the like kind of like the paramedic first responders to help um, in case people had you know, traumatic injuries and she would be there to, you know to apply tourniquets and you know do what nurses do right like and keep you alive till we get you to the hospital and uh, get you surgery if you need it right that's what she did and we have a name of this individual all right they her nickname was Beanie right and uh, hold on let me uh, pull this back up and we can take a look all right so her name was actually let's see let's see. Uh, actually I'll read this let me let me play the rest of these clips so you guys can find the scope of this but so we have an actual name of this individual so you can track her back down which happened years later and uh, she corroborated the story she she actually noted some of the people that uh, uh, the the sheriffs that were on hand or the the highway patrol whatever they were called back then state police whatever they were and then uh, she continues to, to anyway here we go so let's go let's go part two of this and you guys can see what happens she shows up there's some sort of crash she, there, she's told there's an accident that the ambulance shows up there's two officers there and they're like yeah we need help over here there's a there's these three bodies she goes to check and she's wondering where the parents are because these bodies are so small right they look not quite right they're burned up a little bit and a little crispy um, obviously trauma i think one had a broken arm by some of these accounts i'll, I'll give you guys a link so you, so you can check it out but okay right and again this comes from the MOOC, the mufon archive that uh, again for whatever reason is not public i mean you would figure right if you're in the disclosure business you would make these things public and they don't and they don't which uh, you know um, pisses me off quite a lot. So anyway, here we go. Here's part two of this. And so she shows up. She's looking at these things going, what the hell's going on here? This is not a plane crash. These are not normal bodies. And uh, what's really happening? So here's part two of this. It's a, it's, it's a real short story because there's not a lot to it. But there's, a, there's some documentation. If you know where to look again, right? Like, like again, the Kevin Randall blog. 
fantastic stuff here. So let's go to part two of this and hear uh, from uh, from the Hangar One show exactly how they describe the rest of this situation. Part two, action. According to Beanie, it's actually the senior officer on the scene that finally voices what they are all starting to wonder. These bodies and this craft might be from another world. Nurse Bean is shaken, but makes a quick decision about what to do next. Instead of taking them to the morgue, she decides they need to get these bodies back to the hospital for more tests. Bodies are wheeled in through the emergency entrance, right into the x-ray room. The doctor is immediately called. Meanwhile, Beanie starts taking x-rays of the victim. Beanie and the doctor start examining the x-rays, trying to discover more about these beings. Suddenly, the military shows up. An Air Force detail comes in and starts confiscating everything. They pack up the bodies, the sheets, the x-rays, all of Beanie's and the doctor's notes. They take all of the police reports and the crash scene photos. Every last scrap of evidence relating to this crash site and these three bodies is removed in a flash. The last thing the Air Force representatives tell her is this day never happened. This is a matter of national security, and you are never to speak of this. Okay, so there we go, right? So uh, Beanie's the nurse. That's her nickname. We'll get her real name in a sec here. But uh, So she, she thinks that uh, these, these uh, bodies need to be taken to the hospital. They do. They transport all three bodies from this uh, presumed UFO crash. And uh, they get there. They do all the things, right? They, they're taking x-rays. They're doing, they're doing whatever they need to do, right? Nor, like normal doctor stuff, right? When you get there, you're trying to find out what's... If you can help these these things, whatever they are, you know they they appear to not be human. And as they're doing this, they got X-rays, they got uh, readings on graphs, and these sorts of things. They're taking notes on these bodies, sketches, whatever. And then uh, the Air Force shows up, right? They they hear obviously caught wind of this somehow, and the Air Force comes in with a military presence, and they remove these bodies outside. Uh, of the the operating room or the the hospital here, whatever was going on, right? So they 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 take everything. They take all of the uh, all, all the data, the, the X rays, the data, the bodies, everything. They take they literally take every single thing they can. They confiscate it as a matter of national security, and then they tell the the people that are still left, the, the doctors and Beanie herself, the nurse who's who's the main witness here, that uh, this is a matter of national security. Do not ever bring this up to anybody. That's it. This is final. That's it. And they, and they leave. And they're gone. It's just like it's like it never happened. Everything's gone. The Air Force has this information now. They have the bodies. They have the the, the, the X-rays and everything else. So here we go. Let's play this last part, and then we'll go into some of these other uh, again documents. Right? Like I said, I, th- I think it's important in in this case to to kind of bring these up right before these these documents disappear off the internet because they it, the, the more you look the more you can't find this stuff it's bizarre like uh, like I, I gave a shout out to, to Kelly there for keeping a book of um when I was on the on Twitch with uh, Johnny now if you guys haven't seen it check it out Johnny now on Twitch I did an interview on a webcam with him if you're curious what Michael Strange looks like there you go you you got there you go check it out but but I, I was I, I gave gave Kelly a shout out in that interview. Because it's important that we we document these things because they disappear. This information goes away, right? And so, uh, yeah, I mean, there we go. And I'll, I'll read to you what I got here. And so that's that's kind of what we're doing, right? We're taking this information and uh, we're bringing it into the future, 
into the conversation, into people that might find this years from now, right, on YouTube, as long as it's not taken down, and be able to see this information that they may not see otherwise. So, okay, here we go. So let's, uh, let's play part three. This is kind of the, the, the Hangar 1 uh, instance, and uh, just, uh, just a few more seconds here, and then we'll get into this document and everything else that goes with this. So 1963, Santa Rosa, New Mexico, a UFO crash. We have extraterrestrial, what appear to be extraterrestrial bodies, uh, and a nurse that was on scene, and uh, the Air Force swoops in and takes these uh, these these entities away, and everything that goes with it, all the rest of the evidence. So here we go. Last part, action. What kind of wreckage did Nurse Bean come into contact with? And what became of the small, strange beings she recovered? MUFON files reveal numerous cases involving the government seizing alien bodies from UFO crash sites. Hangar One opens its files to investigate the truth behind aliens in captivity, both dead and alive. Okay, there you go. So it is from Hangar One. And again, so this is this is MUFON, right? This is a show that they produce. And like I said, I, th- I think they did a nice job producing the show. I'm not going to hate on that. Like the information is good. And uh, so it makes you wonder if it's real or not, right? So this is a, supposedly comes from real people. Like uh, this this nurse Beanie was supposedly a real person, right? All right. So then you, then I found it here on uh, Kev- kevinarandall.blogspot.com. I linked it a couple times now. But here we go. So, uh, since the publication of Crash When UFOs Fell from the Sky, I have learned more about some of the cases mentioned. One of those, which I only reported in the epilogue, was from Santa Rosa, New Mexico, and involved a hospital employee. Given what I knew about the case, I wasn't impressed with it. I wrote, and here's what, what uh, Kevin Randall wrote in his book, The Santa Rosa story by a medical technician who told of an emergency call that took her and an ambulance driver some 18 miles from, from the town is a case in point. She told researchers that when they reached the two police cars blocking the road, she and the driver got out of the ambulance to talk to one of the state troopers. They saw three small bodies on the ground. The nurse thought immediately of children and asked about parents, but was told there weren't any parents. She did see some wreckage, enough to suggest two cars might have collided, but she couldn't identify the type of cars. All right, so more information here. It continues. The little bodies were only three to three and a half feet tall and had been burned. They were oozing a brownish fluid. One of the bodies had an arm that was broken or damaged in some way. She could find no vital signs, but they put them into the ambulance to return to town anyway. At the hospital, she took x-rays of all three. About an hour after they reached the hospital, the Air Force arrived, and she said an officer, who she thought was a colonel, ordered everything removed, including the x-rays and any notes she had. She also saw that the Air Force had a flatbed truck with something covered by a tarp. Once the Air Force had gathered uh, everything gathered up, they drove off. And, and it continues, according to Ryan Wood's Magic Eyes Only, she had never mentioned the crash because she had been warned that the government had a long arm. She was never to speak of this. And she didn't talk about it until she saw pictures of hungry children in Somalia. She thought they looked like the little bodies that had been recovered, meaning the strangely shaped bodies and the overly large appearing heads look something like the starving children. So years later, she sees this uh, these, this video of these starving children, and it reminds her of the crash. And right, and so she kind of comes forward. So uh, again, right, fantastic information here. And this is the type of stuff that that kind of takes these stories 
uh, out of the past and brings them to the present and, and, you know, carries them into the future. Who knows how long this blog is going to be up, right? Like Blogspot is a free free service from Google, right? Kevin Randall is a fantastic resource, and he he does a lot of UFO information, like good stuff, right? Like if you look at it, look at the look at the rest of his blog. I'm gonna just link his blog. There's some amazing shit here. I was kind of going through it, going, "Wow, this is this is unreal," right? But as we know, Google tends to remove all their free services after time, and you know, like the uh, the, the pictures they just removed. Like you used to have free unlimited uh, low quality photos you could save to the cloud. Yeah, free, totally free. But then now they're like, nah, sorry, you're gonna have to pay for it, fuckers, right? So imagine Blogspot is a Google product when this when they start making people pay. Maybe Kevin Randall for whatever reason doesn't pay, right? There's a there's a ton of information here on his on his website. Hold on, let me just pull it up so we can see here, and uh, you guys can have a look. But it's it's unbelievable some of this information, right? And years and years of work, years of cataloging everything, and uh, this is a uh, this is his, his actual blog. Right, fantastic stuff. He's this is the latest uh, uh, um, entry in this blog is today, Friday, November twenty seventh. This is still active, and you know the the headline here is did Nick Pope investigate UFOs for the UK MOD? Right, so I mean there's tons of, tons of shit here. You scroll you scroll forever, right? There's like look, this goes back to two thousand five. Like there's an unbelievable amount of information in these in these things, but you know what happens, right? Let's say unfortunately. Uh, something happens to Kevin Randall and I don't, and I don't mean it that way. Like I don't, I don't have any information like that. I'm not a, implying anything nefarious, but people get old and you know, they, they, they stop working on things and these things disappear. So I don't know. Like, I don't even know how old he is. He might be younger than me for all I know. Right. I don't know, but that's the point, right? Like that's the point. These, these things tend to go away on the internet. So, okay. Anyway, so back to Kevin Randall and this particular 1963 Santa Rosa UFO crash. All right. So we have think about think about the similarities to Roswell now. All right. We have uh, what happened. We have uh, the, this the very same thing. We have uh, a crash. This is 18 miles from town. We have uh, from the account of this nurse. Uh, her nickname's Beanie. Again, I'll get her real name in a sec. And then she's out with the ambulance. She meets two state troopers. They go out into this field. She says there's some sort of car crash that looks like. Two cars, possibly. She can't identify the type of cars because they're so bizarre looking, right? And so there's these three what appear to be alien bodies. She takes them back to the hospital. No pulse, no life signs whatsoever. X-rays, notes. The Air Force shows up and just steals all the stuff. Tells them, don't ever talk about it again. Yada, yada, so on and so forth, right? So... Yeah, right. This is this is this is the stuff that kind of makes the uh, the ufology world go round, and it disappears, right? Like if, if uh, people don't come back and talk about this and bring these cases up, these individual cases, they're like eye popping, right? Like you you wonder why this isn't one of the ones, right? Actually, let's let's throw this out there real fast. Like clearly, if you're here, you're into UFOs. In the chat, have any of you heard of this particular instance before? Like just uh, just yes or no. Just type in the chat yes or no whether you've heard of this before or whether this is something new you're hearing for the first time. Because it's not new. This is 1963, right? But it's it's locked down behind paywalls. It's locked down behind databases that are not public access. And so if you don't get people reporting on it, you miss it, right? Has it, have any of you out there actually heard of this before? I'm talking about it. Santa Rosa UFO crash, alien bodies. Like you figure this would be as incendiary. Right, as sensational as Roswell, but for some reason, it's not. Right, it's not. It's definitely not. 
So have you? Yeah. Yes or no? You guys, you guys heard of this? What's up? Sherry says, yeah, she's heard of it. Uh, Alex, uh, Axel says, uh, new to me. Um, yeah. Uh, Bailey says, yep, r- but rarely talked about. Uh, Mark says, I, I know. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Da, da, da. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. What else do we got? Uh, Mark wants to know, have you seen any of the CIA documents that have been declassified and approved for release? Yeah, dude, we do some of that too. We do some of that on this channel. There's a, there's a lot of documents. There's a lot of documents. Uh, and yeah, Mark says, no, it's new to me. Yeah, this story, this story in particular. Uh, yeah, so let's see. Just uh, reading some some things here. Eric's never heard of this. Brian says, yes. Derek says, no. Walter says, what's up? Walter says, uh, yes, I've heard this story. Uh, Larry says, yes. Okay, so that's the thing, right? So if you're really into this, we, we get hit and misses, right? And there's people here that are really into this. And some of these people have or have not heard of it. And again, I think it's important to kind of put the, take these stories and put them forward because the, like, like what else is more compelling than an eyewitness account of an alleged UFO crash and actual extraterrestrial bodies that were transported to a hospital, x-rayed, taken notes of, and then the military kicking in the doors and stealing everything and saying, don't ever talk about it. Like, it, it just doesn't get more compelling than that to me, right? We don't have, uh, unfortunately, we don't have photographs. We don't have any evidence because from the accounts, the Air Force took it, right? And now it's uh, at Wright Patterson or wherever it is, right? Wherever they keep this stuff. Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, Larry says yes. Eric says, yeah, heard it. And William says yes. Okay, so this is so this is one of those ones, right, right where, uh, again, it disappears from the Internet. Like, these are the things where, again, you, you kind of you got to bubble them up from time to time and keep these things alive. Because if any of this is real, right, if any of this at all is real, this changes the world. This changes everything. But again, right, you can't find it. Like, search it. Go ahead and find it. <laughs> right? It's like you're going to find like three or four hits on the entire damn Internet, right? Which is absurd to me. It's absurd. So is it is it being censored? Is it going away? Is it just nobody's heard of it so it doesn't get covered? Is it so old nobody cares? You know what I'm saying? Are we so desensitized to aliens, right? And the fact that they might be here. Like, think about, okay, let's just frame it this way. All right, look at it like this. Right now, okay, we've got these three shitty videos from To The Stars Academy. Tom DeLonge, Lou Elizondo, right? And the government says, yep, your falls are real, right? And you look at these videos, and they're, to me, completely unimpressive, right? Sure, fine. They're unidentified things, fine. Is this aliens? Is this technology? Is this a, a psyop? Is this a, a radar spoofing plasma technology? What what are these things, right? That to me is not even remotely as close to compelling as an eyewitness that says she arrived on scene to what appears to be a crash and things that don't look human, <laughs> right? You see what I'm saying? It, it's unbelievable. Like the difference here is it's night and day. But instead, for whatever reason, if we have like an actual witness and compelling evidence and actually other witnesses that corroborate this, which there are, by the way, that's way better than this crappy, these crappy FLIR videos that we get from the Pentagon and from TTSA. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, not to completely shit on one thing, fine. Maybe they're both real. Maybe they're both aliens, fine. But you see the difference is not even close. So if we're talking about compelling cases, how come we're not talking about this? That's what I want to know, right? Roswell, Rendlesham Forest, like, you know, Shag Harbor. Like, these, these things keep bubbling up, right? They talk about the same things over and over again, the same 10 cases. But if there's things like this that are hidden behind databases that are not public, this is, this is where it's at, right? This is totally where it's at. This is crazy. This is crazy. Um, let's see. What else do we got? 
What else do we got? I'm reading some chat real fast, and then we'll keep on moving with this story. But again, Santa Rosa, New Mexico, 1963, alien bodies on the side of the road. All right, and uh, <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about radar blips. You know what I mean? It just it, it, again, we live in the upside down. It's crazy. It's crazy. Let's see. William says a lot of old UFO files and videos are not easy to find, uh, like it was before. Uh, the control and banning is is way up. And and, and again, right? It just depends. It, it depends, right? And you don't have to ban things. Like, think of it this way, right? So if you take that particular exact search term and, like, let's say there's a slew of information available in your Google, you just bury that shit 10 million links deep, right? So technically, it shows up in the search, but you'll never fucking find it because it's 10 million links deep. You see? I mean, there's there's a lot here. There's a lot to really talk about and think about. But, uh, okay, okay, let's see. What, what do we got? Uh, go to the other chat. Let's see. Um, Bailey says, it's kind of like the 1952 White House UFOs. Yeah, exactly, and I think we should talk about that. It, at some point, we will. Uh, Mark says, nope, it's a new story to me. Uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, Mark says, a slow drip feed to stop people flipping out over their belief systems that are already in place, maybe. And that could be. That could, But, again, right, I don't believe that. Like, uh, like, like we're here, right? Like, Okay, so let's say this story's real, all right? We've got a credible witness and multiple witnesses even, uh, which we'll get to in a sec. But instead of us freaking out, we're like, well, let's, let's find out, you know, let's find out more. Is there a truth here? Is there some sort of truth here? Like, is, there, is this shit real? You know what I mean? Like, don't you find yourself fascinated and not frightened? I think that's the thing, right? That's why I kind of don't buy that. That's why I kind of don't buy that disclosure narrative they try and tell us. Oh, you know, people lose their religion and freak out and start, you know, jumping out of buildings like the War of the Worlds. I just don't think that's the case. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's the case. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? Chat-wise, we're good. We're good. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Eric says... Um, the Gray's alien Bob removed from YouTube like three years ago. Yeah, we haven't actually actually we talked about that the alien Bob uh, video a long time ago when Frank was on the show. But yeah, they they disappear. They like this stuff just just gets scrubbed for some reason. And and it's a little more suspicious with YouTube in my opinion. And, and here's why. So like if you have a um, like my website for instance, right? Some you got to pay for that to keep the hosting up. So if, right, like, let's say, God forbid, something happens to me, I get sick or something, and I just stop paying for it, like, that disappears, right? The, the web host comes down and just disappears. But YouTube is like a perpetually free thing. So you upload it, it should stay there forever, right? Except shit disappears from YouTube. So I think uh, I think some of that stuff is more more uh, more uh, compelling when, when it disappears from a perpetually free service. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Derek says, Censor- censorship is so bad lately, and I kind of agree with that. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? What else do we got? Uh, let's see. Um, Mark says, uh, really religious people believe they are demons. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that. Uh, and, and it's, well, I mean, okay, and look, uh, I'm going to make the point one more time. So what's the difference between a demon, an alien, and a unicorn? All right? Let me ask you, what's the difference? A demon, an alien, and a unicorn. All right? Like, you can kind of say, well, you know, according to some things, right, this is that, and this is that, and this is the other, okay? But literally, until you can put all three of those things in a zoo next to each other and compare them with pictures and touch them and, you know what I mean? You don't really know, right? So, uh, you know, I, I kind of don't discount the fact that maybe maybe demons are, uh, are, are aliens and uh, aliens are demons and it's because people have classified them wrong or differently. 
who knows? You know what I'm saying? Until you can literally scientifically put them, uh, like uh, dissect them on a on a table, and uh, you know give uh, give this, the the stats about it. Uh, it's just uh, I think it's not. Uh, I think it's not. It's hard to tell the difference. Is what I'm saying. Eric says YouTube claimed they were removing conspiracy content to prevent false info. BS. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's crazy stuff. It's crazy stuff here. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. All right. So let's let's move on with the story. So you get it, right? So we we get a nurse eyewitness crash on the side of the road, uh, et cetera, so on. Anyway, what do you guys think about this? We're still taking calls. If you want to be on the show, 702-957-1037. It's Friday night, Black Friday, as they call it, uh, which is probably a racist term at this point because, well, you know, it's a, it's it's div- div- divisive. It's divisive. Let's just call it, uh, we'll call it Friday. How about Friday? Is that Okay. Is that acceptable? All right, so uh, we're going to call it Friday. But uh, it is Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, and uh, we are live. So we got a little bit left to go to talk about this. But if you have comments on this, you want to be part of the show, we do this live for that reason. We like to include you. As you know, we read the chat, et cetera, so on. Give us a call, 702-957-1037. Still watching the phone lines. Still watching the Discord. We had a great uh, call from Penny earlier. Penny from the UK. Uh, again, thanks for staying up. And uh, uh, It's late over there, super late. But uh, yeah, uh, there you go. It's, it's as simple as that. You can get on the show, troubleminds.org is the official website. Click the Discord link, or you can just call the phone number, and we'll put you on the show. Put you on the show? Okay. All right. So let's let's uh, let's finish this story up then. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, all right. Fugazi. Fugazi. Fugazi, says, uh, says Eric. Okay. So that's the, uh, so that's the, uh, the Santa Rosa crash, right? Here's another one. This is the, the Truth Just Ahead blog spot. And uh, I'm not sure who wrote this or who owns this blog. Let's see. Do I know? Uh, this is by... Nope. Nope. So again, this is by... This is by, again, Blogspot. This is another Google, right? This is another free... Um, free... Uh, free... Uh, free blog, right? And so what happens if Google like starts charging and then somebody's like, fuck that, I'm not paying for it. This disappears. Like this information is gone, right? You have to go to the archive to find it. So here we go. I'm linking this. You guys can check it out. Here we go. Drop in the links and uh, you guys can follow along. But okay, here we go. So uh, this guy's talking exactly about this. This is uh, the 1963 Santa Rosa UFO crash. And he's a now, according to Ryan Woods, Magic Eyes Only, she had never mentioned the crash because she had been warned that the government had a a long arm. She was never to talk of this, and she didn't talk about it until she saw pictures of parched offspring in in, uh, in Somalia, like we said. Uh, she guardianship, uh, they look close to the... Wait, why is this so english It's like it's a translation of a translation. Let's see. Uh, let's see. The guardianship, they look close and short support, blah, blah, blah. Holy, holy gee. Okay, let's see. And I haven't in... Okay, I'm not going to read this because it looks like it's a translation of a translation. And that's... Yeah, that's hard on me. Okay, here we go. Here's here's this one. The beanie case. This is from rr0.org. I'm going to link this. And this is not in translated English. So I'll read some of this. And you guys can, uh, again, look look at some of these these links, right? Look at some of these places. They're, you know, they're off the beaten path on the internet. So here we go. So Bud first investigated the Beanie case in 1995 with veteran ufologist and astronomer Walt Webb, who had trained under Dr. Alan Hynek. J. Allen Hynek, of course, was the Project Blue Book guy, right? And he was one of the first investigators on the Betty and Barney Hill case, among others. Bud and Walt Webb. Hold on. Bud is, uh, it's Bud, Bud Hopkins. Here we go. This is Bud. This is the Bud they're talking about. Let me drop this link in there. Bud Hopkins. And you guys can see. And again, right, like the, some of these old school UFO guys, like grizzled veterans, been in the field for a long ass time, been looking at this stuff and doing their thing, right? 
and uh, Bud Hopkins out there uh, who actually worked with uh, with this Walt Webb who was trained under J. Allen Hynek of Project Blue Book. Okay, so Bud and Walt Webb, oh, sorry, uh, traveled to the tiny town of Santa Rosa, New Mexico, to interview a retired X-ray technician in the hospital, and this is her name, Bina Bean, right? B i n a. B-E-A-N, Bina Bean. And so, of course, her nickname is Beanie. Like we said, she had reported to a local uh, mutual UFO network, the MUFON representatives, that in either the spring or winter of 1963, she had been riding shotgun in an ambulance that sped to a crashed saucer site on a remote desert road and returned with several non-human little bodies. She'd x-rayed them, she said, and described them in detail. A military entourage burst into the hospital and cleaned out every scrap of evidence, threatening the hospital staff to keep their mouths shut. Beanie drew maps and named names. But as Walt Webb wrote to me several several years later, we only had one anecdotal story by one alleged witness uh, to a 32-year-old alleged episode, right? It would be tough to, be, to build a case on that. The two investigators returned home in 1995, leaving a long list of possible witnesses for Beanie and Bud to contact. All right, so this continues. In 1997, Bud and I returned to follow up on the Beanie story while in nearby Roswell. I taped Bud's interview with with the eccentric Beanie, noticing that she was starting to embroider a great deal around the edges of her original story of a crash retrieval, including claiming her own abduction experiences and asserting that her older sister was the famously elusive nurse that warned off the mortician at Roswell shortly after that alleged crash. All right, so these guys are saying that now they think that uh, this Beanie individual is becoming uh, uh, unreliable, right? So... So what do you do, right? So you got a reliable witness, and uh, you know she's she's clearly like way older than she was in 1963. Like you know, age captures us all, and so who knows, right? But but what if she did? What if she was being abducted after the fact? And uh, I mean, there's a lot here, right? There's a lot, and so they didn't believe it. They they didn't believe. It. So neither she or Bud had tracked down or spoke to any of the long list of possible witnesses. The only glint of information of this single eyewitness's story came during our visit to the elderly widow of the ambulance driver. When pressed, she seemed to vaguely recall that the Air Force had indeed once stripped the ambulance clean, the ambulance clean, and taken the billable trip ticket, as Beanie claimed. So we have we have a corroborating witness, right? See? But the widow had no idea what year or what decade that might have occurred in. Okay, so you get, right? You get how this goes. Things like the, the government says, don't do it, don't say it, don't talk about it. People are scared. They don't. And then finally, years later, when they don't give a shit anymore, they come forth. So is it real? Is it delusions? What's going on? Do you guys believe this story? Or, uh, yeah, what's happening here? What's happening here? Uh, thanks, thanks, Paul, for hanging out. And good night. Thanks for being here tonight. We'll see you. At, we'll see you hopefully a stream soon. But uh, we're, we're about to wrap this up. Okay. So now, now I think this is the thing. Now, given all this, I'm, I've got a ton of links here. So if you guys want to dig into this a little more, it, it's not again. It's not my job to try and decide whether this is true or not. All right. It's just not like like a, the conversation is is the reward here in my opinion. And kind of uh, looking at the, the propaganda sources and what some of the actual. Uh, eyewitnesses said and some of the, the the things that are still on the internet or not here's another one from intrudersfoundation.org slash deconstruct.html now this was taken off the internet i had to go back to the Wayback machine the internet archive to get an, a, a case on this so that's part eight you'll see the beanie case out uh, uh and uh some people that do this hold on so kevin uh, i did, already did kevin randall let's see there's more here bud hopkins more on bud hopkins and the people that actually uh looked into this but you get the point right so if this, if this is in any case 
or capacity real, this this changes the world. But we have uh, again, like people that have um, that have uh, uh, kind of buried the information for whatever reason. You know, like uh, writing it off as a like some delusion or um, paranoia, uh, schizoid episode or whatever it is, right? Uh, so here we go. This is another individual, Peter Robbins. His thoughts on Bud Hopkins, right? So you get you get these people in ufology talking about uh, you know whether they give credibility to these people or not. So yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of drama here. There's a lot of drama here. And uh, so as a, as a quick note, as we finish this up, I talked to uh, UFO Joe real quick. Everybody tonight uh, on Twitter. Everybody knows UFO Joe. He was on, is on the website here, or on. Oh, sorry, he was on the, um, on the, uh, the show here, a uh, couple, couple three months back, and uh, he's got he's got a a website ufojoe.net, where he does a lot of these uh, transcriptions. Right, he'll listen to these, some of these interviews, and he'll transcribe some of the information that uh, comes comes from uh, YouTube videos that might get taken down. Right, so valuable resource. Check it out ufojoe.net. There's a link I'm going to drop, and we're going to talk about this for just a sec. So I asked him tonight, I was like, hey, uh, I'm, I'm coming up short. I'm trying to find uh, crash retrieval um, documents regarding you know anything, like maybe not government documents, of course, because that's going to be locked away like fiercely, but anything like, uh, you know, accounts, blogs, anything of people that have uh, actually um, encountered something like this, where it's a crash retrieval type situation, uh, possible extraterrestrials involved that's not clickbait from like, you know, 2019, you know, that, that's what I'm looking for here. And, uh, he's like, okay. He's like, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. Cause I gave him the one I was using the beanie one and then the Roswell clearly. And so he sent me this and said, all right, check this out. This is maybe kind of in that vein. So let me uh, go down to what he said to which part to read. So he's doing an interview. This is uh this is actually an interview done by UFO Joe. His name is Joe Mergia, UFO Joe.net. Check it out. Uh, he was on the show a while back. It's also right there on the, the, the homepage of troubleminds.org. If you want to watch his, watch his interview, uh, he's got a, a big Twitter following. Uh, he's been on uh, all the shows coast to coast. He's been on, um, on uh, ground zero with Clyde Lewis. He's been all over the place, right? He's talking to everybody out there and trying to get the word out like he's a disclosure advocate okay that's ufo joe you guys most of you guys know who he is all right so here we go he said uh check this part out so this is a these were um a a uh an interview done by ufo joe with an individual named will miller okay about a ufo crash in peru now let's read this so uh joe says uh, to start it out april 9th 1997. Let's make this full screen so you guys can see it. All right, so April 9th, 1997, at the Westin in D.C., you were there when representatives from nearly 30 congressional offices, including Representative Dan Burton and staff member from VP Gore's office, were briefed on UFOs by Dr. Greer. What do you remember from that time? Did you think something significant was going to come from that? If it's no, why not? Now, Will Miller said this, I was invited to attend, but did not. I had hoped SG's efforts might uh, open some congressional eyes. Stephen Greer, of course, SG. Uh, perhaps that occurred over time, but publicly Congress is indifferent, with some exceptions. Uh, so Joe says, he follows up, Have you ever spoken to anybody who claims they retrieved a craft or material from a craft they felt was non-human? And why do you believe that person was telling the truth? Will Miller says, Yes, a disclosure project witness a former U.S. Air Force enlisted security specialist. He was absolutely terrified to talk about the crash retrieval event, having been threatened with extreme prejudice reprisal by Department of Defense officials. And then he adds in parentheses, Miller thought about it, and after I showed him this video, he said he is fairly sure this is the witness. This allegedly took place in the Peruvian jungle. 
Notice how the witness says, I told Leslie this. And uh, says that Leslie Keene, who's notably a well, published articles for the New York Times regarding UFOs. I'm, I'm speculating here. So it, it continues. If so, don't be surprised if the witness, Jonathan Wagant, and the other two witnesses, Sergeant Allen and Sergeant Adkins, he mentions, make it into the alleged forthcoming New York Times article. Right? Okay. So anyway, there you go. So here's here's the uh, the the video he's talking about regarding the Peruvian UFO crash. If you guys want to check it out, there's no time tonight, of course, because we're uh, you know you can't you can't you can't go 24 hours talking about UFOs as as amazing as this is. But uh, but yeah, I mean, do check it out. Do check out that video. There's a there's a whole interview by uh, by UFO Joe, which is which is really great. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of great work this guy does. And um, let's see what else we got that and. Okay, and then also, hold on, there's more information on, on this individual Will Miller as well. Let's see, see my other blogs for background. Okay, so here we go. Here's the uh, the Will Miller documents and, and uh, Wilson Davis and all this other business from UFO Joe. So if you want to check it out, please do. Here's his website and uh, all the information. But So this is the only other one, right? So UFO Joe, he's, he's, he's you know, neck deep in this. He's, he does transcripts. He watches all this stuff. He knows way more about this than I do. And I said, hey, dude, do you have any, like, any, any leads on crashes, crash retrievals, alien bodies, anything like that. And he couldn't think of anything, right? So that tells you, right? So it either is extremely rare or that when it happens, they zip it up so hard and so fast and then it just disappears from the public record, right? Like there's something to this. Is everybody nuts? Are there no aliens? Or do you think that the uh, the, the, the government itself does its thing and kind of, uh, you know, keeps us from... Uh, Keeps us from knowing the truth. I don't know. I, again, I don't know, right? This is this is not the this is not the answer show. This is the question show, and that's what we do here. So, there you go. If you hadn't heard of Beanie and the uh, 1963 Santa Rosa crash, I think it's probably a good one. It's compelling, in my opinion. You got eyewitnesses and uh, and uh, as you would expect, you, uh, Air Force or military sweeping in and taking all the stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. There's there's more to look into, and uh, there you go. There you go. That's uh, that's that's kind of the wrap here. But but right. So as this continues, we'll continue this conversation. You guys know how this goes, right? We don't uh, we don't we don't pull answers out of our hat. We just look at some of these things and try and figure out what the hell's going on. Is this real? Is this not real? Do you believe this? Do you not believe this? I think that's the question, right? Uh, Eric wants to know. He says, I don't understand why they let uh, out the UFO documents this year. Uh, nothing to gain. Well, which ones, though? I mean, they, they, they kind of let some out that really have nothing and some other things like that. Uh, that uh, What's up, many subjects answered. I see you there. Hello again. Thanks for being here. Um, it's a, there's, there's a lot. I don't know. Like regarding, uh, you know, crashes and uh, alien bodies and this type of thing, it certainly seems to be uh, at least censored, at least covered up, right? And uh, is, it, uh, is it just delusional people? Is this not a real thing? I don't know. I don't know. You decide. Again, it's not for me to decide or me to tell you what to think. But, uh, uh, you know, if you've never heard of this, then I've done my job, right? I'd kind of kind of keeping these stories afloat for uh, for hopefully the next uh, the next group of people that are into this and uh, actually want to see what's going on. So, yeah. All right. Uh, got a few more minutes left. If you, We're going to finish this up. But if you want to be part of the show and uh, give me comments on this, you know what to do. Uh, 702-957-1037. You can uh, click the Discord. If you haven't joined the Discord, please do. That's where uh, I, I announce most things quickly and easily. And uh, if we end up banned from every platform, it'll be Discord where we're at. So uh, do join it if you have not. Again, troubledminds.org is the official website. Phone number's there. 
Discord's there. Uh, follow the YouTube channel. Do all the things, right? Uh, I, I, I would appreciate it a lot. There's a lot of work that goes into this show, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, great uh, content comes from the community as well, so definitely good stuff. Um, let's see. Eric, Eric continues. The ones with the, from the fighter pilot videos and such, it just confirms we have possible inferior tech if it's not aliens. Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. I, and that's part of the problem. Is it China? Is it Russia? Like this, these are the things that they've said on um, on uh, you know uh, unidentified with the, the History Channel show. So, yeah, again, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that stuff as it develops. There's a, supposedly the ta- UAP task force, the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force, that's kind of being uh, uh, created through Congress because of TTSA. They say we'll see. We'll see what comes of this. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's something. I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay, here we go. Let's uh, let's finish this up uh, again. I'm gonna play some outro music, uh, and uh, actually, I'm gonna be right back. I have to go. I'm doing the pee pee dance here, so I'm gonna be right back. Give me just a second, and we'll finish this up, and then we'll. Uh, I got time for you. If you want to be part of the show, I'm gonna play some quick music. I'll be right back, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap this up, and uh, we'll do it properly. I will be right back with this. What the hell was that? That wasn't the button I pushed when I took off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, yeah, UAP, uh, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Okay, all right, let's finish this up. And uh, no, yeah, yeah, we're about to be done. We're about to be done. Okay, but we do have time for you. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubleminds.org. And uh, uh, looking looking for input from you guys. What do you think? What do you think regarding this? Do you think that uh, these, these stories are so few and far between? Again, you know, I was trying to, uh, I've been in this, you know, let's say waist deep. I've been looking at, look, looking at these stories, reading this, looking at these blogs and that and the other thing and watching television shows, just like many of you have. But I mean, I would say, I, like, I'm, I'm starting to see, like, the, the, the big picture here. However, however, like, uh, actual crash retrievals and alien bodies are few and far between. Is that because you think uh, aliens are such expert pilots? Is it because we do or don't know how to shoot them down? Is it because it's all fabricated disinformation? Yeah, there's a lot here, right? There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to, uh, yeah, yeah, all of that. All of that. Uh, if you want to call, looking for input from you, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link. And otherwise, uh, we're kind of done. We're kind of done. Just kicking it. Just kind of waiting for you. And if you uh, we're done, well, we're done. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think that I think the beanie, the beanie saga, and the nurse is a, a little bit compelling, right? Like an actual eyewitness. So there's there's uh, some information where uh, that kind of comes in some of these blogs. I'll link it all. It'll all be linked uh, underneath in YouTube in the uh, description box. All the links I found, right? So if uh, there, there's been some corroborated witnesses that they found uh, one of the officers that were there, I believe, something like this, and uh, so so anyway, it's uh, uh, the, I don't know. You tell me. Aliens or not aliens? Let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, William says, oh, yep, it's a new term coined by Hillary Clinton when she was interviewed. Basically, it's just UFO, but she has uh, another term for UAP, unidentified aerial phenomena. I think that's what they called it. I think they changed the name. The Pentagon changed the name because that's what, uh, well, first remember Tom DeLonge was calling it, uh, uh, what do you say? Unidentified aerial threats. Is that what he said? Or no? Uh no, advanced aerial threats, I think is what Tom DeLong said. So anyway, you know what I mean? They've, they've kicked the name around, but UAP is the new name for UFO. Unidentified aerial phenomena. Okay, anyway, uh, let's see. Anybody else on Discord? We're about to finish this up, but you know you know what to do. 
we're done. This this show's about UFOs. It's about all the good things we'd like to talk about, and we'll continue doing that. Uh, God willing, and uh, as long as they don't, uh, you know, kick in my door and put boots on my neck, then we, we should be good to go, right? Like I said, this is not illegal yet. So, so we're going to keep on doing it. Keep on trucking. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. It's been a long show, I know. There are always long shows because there's a lot to talk about. If anybody hasn't seen that uh, interview with me yet and you're curious what I look like, uh, there you go. Let me let me drop this real quick in there. This is an interview with Michael Strange with Johnny Now. Uh, I come in about 18 minutes in there, uh, about at the 18-minute mark. So if you want to check it out, then uh, you can do that. And uh, there you go, Eric. There's your. Uh, you want to see Michael Strange's face? Now you got it. You got it, buddy. You got it, buddy. I was on webcam for that interview. And uh, I, th- I thought it was a pretty good conversation, you know, and talking to normies about UFOs. And uh, it's definitely how it is. Definitely how it is. Okay, here we go. Let's, uh, let's drop that in there one more time. Check it out. And all right, so we'll be back on Tuesday doing our thing. But here we go. Let's play some. I don't know what happened with that intro music. I guess I pressed the wrong button on the web. But here we go. We're going to do an outro music. All right, this is, this is the proper ending now. But uh, let's see. No, no calls. We're good. All right, everybody good. Okay, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everybody have a great weekend. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're going to talk more UFOs, more conspiracy, more uh, paranormal. Come Tuesday, right? Tuesday. God willing, we'll be back. But uh, with that said, let's play some outro music. Okay. All right. It's official. There goes the outro music. It's official now. Okay. So, at the end of things... Like I said, I'm not, I'm not the arbiter of truth here. I don't think anybody should be. Any one person should be. I think it's a conversation among many people, and uh, that includes you. And that's why we do this live, and uh, thanks for hanging out. You, you, you make it worthwhile, and uh, we'll be back. We will be back. But what do you think regarding aliens, crash retrievals, dead aliens, eyewitnesses, government showing up? Not very many stories like this, are there? So I wonder if there's no merit to the stories or if there's they're that covered up. I don't know. I don't know. Again, a lot to speculate about, a lot to think about, a lot to talk about. You guys are the best. Thanks for being here. Uh, and uh, so we'll be back on Tuesday. Everybody have a nice weekend, etc. so on. And uh, we'll talk more. We'll do more of this. Uh, but for right now, Tuesday. We do Tuesday. We do Tuesday. Tuesday, 8 p.m. Pacific. Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific. That's 11 p.m. Eastern, both days. And uh, so we'll be back on Tuesday. You guys have a great weekend, and we'll talk more. We'll do more. We'll do more of this. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. And William says, Mike, you should keep your shows on a hard drive. You never know how long the web will be free. I do. I have backups. I have backups. So, uh, yeah. So we're good. I have a, a huge hard drive full of a bunch of stuff. So it's, uh, yeah. So we're good. I have backups of the shows, and if everything got the plug got pulled tomorrow, I would be able to go to like BitChute or something like this and be able to upload things and get it right back on. So I do have up, I do have backups, and uh, yeah, there you go. So okay, so at the end, thanks for hanging out. You guys are the best, uh, and you're listening to Trouble Minds. <laughs> Larry says, "Find a crash, hide that sucker." Yeah, right. Don't call the government, <laughs> even though odds are they know they're already on the way. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. And uh, I'm Michael Strange. You're listening to Trouble Minds Radio. You guys are the best. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll be back on Tuesday talking about more amazing stuff. And uh, as it ends, (laughs) from our Trouble Minds to yours, thanks for listening. Thanks for making it worthwhile. Thanks for hanging out with me on a holiday weekend. 
Have a fantastic weekend, and we'll uh, we'll see you Tuesday. From our trouble minds to yours, have a great night. Yeah, Ke- Kexburg, I got you. I got you. We'll get to that at some point. I see that, Eric. Thank you. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.